Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. What up, Conbro? I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. And worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Excellent. Check us out at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Interact with us. Catch all our antics. Catch all the past shows. It's the place all the cool kids should be. Wouldn't you say so, Corey DLG? No, I don't want the cool kids there. Why not? They ruin things. You ruin things. They show up in packs. They all hang out. They're all trendy and hip. So the cool kids, are those the ones that are going to be wearing the uh, romp hymns? Man, I... Did you see that this week? I did. I did. I totally would rock one. Really? Yeah, just for really? like grins. No, you would. You yeah. would. You're, you're wearing a vest now. Like there's... Vest and proud, baby. There's clearly no bottom to your fashion mistakes, so... My fashion mistakes? Yeah. You're wearing a faded t-shirt you got out of a, vest a box. Right. It's faded. Right. What are you got on underneath there? Don't look under there. Keep same, your eyes up. The same camo shorts you wear every day of the week. Keep, keep your eyes above the table. You're, wearing, you're in your unemployment shorts. Did you see what he did? He looked under the table. I knew he was in those camo shorts. Can, can we call HR? Before we get jumped out too quickly. Stop looking at my special place. DLG, why don't you tell our friends about Space Cadets Gaming and Gaming. Or I'll do it. I got it right here. Okay, I'm ready. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm born ready. You weren't born ready. Were well, ready. my phone like went to sleep. You know what? Yeah, Just it. You know what? I quit. Uh, <laughs> <Tossing> the towel. <laughs> That's it. All right, Conroe. With school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, when school kids need out of the house, they should go to Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys, all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a school kid ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon League in Texas and various events every day and especially weekends. Dungeons & Dragons, Family Game Night, and various other events are regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in the Woodlands. Speaking of Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, Corey DLG, this Saturday, May the 27th. That's right. You can find the Nerd Thug Radio and friends <laughs> at the Space Cadets Gaming Gaming for our first ever Hero Clicks Rumble. That's right. We're going to name a champion May 27th. Guess who's in that a match? A world champion. Guess who's in that match to name and, a champion? And and Joey Savage is in the championship match with an opportunity to be runner-up to the champion, <sighs> Austin Goobler. It's going to be tough. I have the Goobler champion. It, it's going to be super easy because he's just going to roll you. It's going to be tough for me is what I'm saying. I, I, I mean, it's going to be impossible all for you. All you got to do is win map roll. He's yeah. going to roll <laughs> you. That's all I got to do. But no, come check us out. We're going to be at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. We have one goal in mind. Make Hero Clicks great again. That's right. So bring a friend. If you haven't played the game before, you want to learn how to play, we got some events for you. There's going to be raffle prizes. There's going to be food. There's going to be... It's going to be awesome. So come hang this out with us. We're going to... event. There's going to be right. the essence of what is Nerd Thug Radio. And it's going to be... Uh, we're doing these Hero Clicks battles. There's going to be uh, events all day long. Right, so right, right. we're going to be there from noon until the party stops. You know what I'm saying, DJ? Wiki, wiki. Wiggy, 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 wiggy. I'll probably leave as soon as I win my belt. Yeah, if you win, you better go out of there sprinting because your luck is out. Yeah, come check us out. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be an event we're gonna be at. Uh, just come say hi. If you just want to hang out, we'll be there. Don't talk to me. I'll be busy. You won't be busy. I'll be very busy. He'll be sitting in a chair, sixty-five percent of the time. Probably, probably wearing the same camo shorts he's wearing now. Listen, if I wear camo shorts, you can't see me. I'm not gonna wear them at the event. Stupid. Can't see my bottom half. That's dumb. I'm not going to do that because then they won't be able to see me. Speaking of the sweet vest, so I found this vest. No, I don't want to speak about the sweet vest. So Hold on. i got to get the vest yeah. cam up here. Here it is. Yeah, bring up, bring up vest cam because it's week two of this atrocity. 
So we're oh. going to get into a lot of our Houston Comic Palooza coverage in these next segments. So, how, like, how did you get a vest wrinkled? That's what I want to know. Well, it's been folded up in a box for, like, 10 years. You've been folded up in a box for 10 no. years. But what I want to know is why is it wrinkled? It's, it's fake leather. It shouldn't be wrinkled. It was. It's supposed to be like that. That's the texture. It's supposed it's to look stylistically. It, yes. It's supposed to look awful all yes. the time on purpose. So, so it's, <laughs> it's the Joey Savage edition of the leather vest. My goal at Comic Palooza was I'm finding patches. I'm patching this nerdy vest up. I'm going hard in the paint. Right, but before you tell the story, I want to point out that you just thought it was going to be so easy. I did. I was like, you were yeah, like, you're going to have patches everywhere. I'll pick one up, one dollar here, two dollar here. Yeah, patches, I'm wheeling patches, and patches. dealing with these patches. Patches. Incorrect. False. I was right. way out of there. Incorrect. The false. For, like we got in early via press passes. Holla at your boys. We's a big deal. And so people are still setting up that first day, and uh, I walk up. There's a whole bowl full of patches right I mean, you were you were like i'm just gonna take all these i mean there was how many patches do you think were in there i mean what I, I said like probably at least 200 200 and you was sitting right on top a cobra commander oh, oh i was like oh my gosh this is perfect this is the perfect start to my collection and so i asked the lady i say how <laughs> so much you stupid. how much you want for this eight dollars i was like hey what you right be out of your mind eight dollars for this you should have said yin <laughs> like I mean, is that like 13 what you, cents? What you say? You got like yeah. two grand worth of patches in here? I don't think I know, so. man. Like, that's the crazy part is so there's like, it's a big bucket of patches. Right. And so at eight bucks a pop, you're talking about, if there were 200, you're talking about like $1,600 worth of patches. Is that really like, if is you thought really you had $2,000 sitting on a table, wouldn't you keep an eye on it? Yeah. And they're just in a, in a bowl. Right. right. They're like in a giant fish bowl. Just they weren't worth there. $8 because I didn't buy one. And I don't think anybody else bought it. I, I feel either. like even still Sunday, I still, I still saw a good amount of patches right. up. Which they should have been like hot just, selling them. Yeah. They should have been like sold out. Three for $8. Bum, bum, I'd have bought three for $8. Bum, 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 bum. I don't know what we're doing. Because it should have been sold out. Oh, okay. See what I did there? Roll out instead of sold out. Right. Yeah. Yep. Sold out instead of roll, roll out. Roll out. Me and my homie. But you know what they weren't? Sold, Sold out. out. Right. Yeah, Because they were $8. God, that that's ridiculous. an outrageous price. Like, like, every time you go to a con, it's either like everything's like marked like way too high. Don't, don't or say way it, too Nico. Here don't comes, say it. I heard the greatest quote. Uh, and you just you just paraphrased it. <laughs> I just heard the greatest quote is me and DLG were walking around day three. Yeah. Day three is deal day. D- day three is absolutely deal day. Well, I got some deals, I think. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I feel good about it. No, I did, I did get some. Yeah. But I heard some chick like tell... Might have been her boyfriend, could have been her husband, more than likely was her third cousin. Right. But she said, you know what I like about these cons? Everything's either really overpriced or really underpriced. Right. So, uh, I, okay. I can see the future. I said that day one. Right. Day two, I technically. Mean, but, things usually aren't priced accurately. Right. Like, ever. Milk's four ninety nine sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I just, that's that's the way. Sometimes that, I pay more for gas. That's the way the world, milk than gas. That's the way the world works, lady. Again. I don't know what that's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. Thank you. I mean, that's just the way it is. So, um, fluctuation. I, yeah. And then you just paraphrase it just now. Like, I was going to roast that lady hard, and then Nico just stepped right in it. Let's just roast Nico for it. What is this, a landmine? I'll just, (laughs) I'm just going to, I'm just going to stand here. Yeah. Go down. She definitely said that. And, and we were sitting there, and I was like, yeah, I heard it. I heard it. Did you hear that? I don't, why would she, what does that even mean exactly? I don't know. Like, A, why on earth would you complain about things being underpriced? Yeah, exactly. What? What? You mean this is this is cheaper than it's supposed to be? Oh, it's only, these packages no, are only three dollars. No, when, when things are when things are cheaper than they're supposed to be, you steal them. Right. No, well, you you buy no, them, uh, yeah. steal them. Quote, right. Quote. Yes. Nico, are you telling listeners of Nerd Thug Radio they should steal things? No. 
it is a steal in the fact that it is a metaphor Disclaimer. that you're getting it for what, a lower price. Disclaimer, Nico DLG does not promote stealing, stealing what, nor does Nerd Thug Radio or its affiliates. Yeah. What's that Nico DLG of uh, 290 area? You think that people should steal things? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Give out your home address? Yeah. False. Be like, be like Al from uh, Home Improvement. And that's Tim, the Toolman Taylor. Write him at. <laughs> Get the address out. <laughs> Oh man, he had a pretty rough week this week. Yeah, he did. Um, what do you what do you make of that? We can we can kind of talk about that without getting too crazy. I haven't gotten too much into it. Um, I just saw that they like they canceled his show, Last Man Standing. Yes. Um, but it was like doing great in the ratings. Uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't doing anywhere near where it should be cut. Right. The ones that were the other ones that were all canceled were all well right, below right. that one. He said, um, I'm, I'm just I'm paraphrasing because my computer at work was moving slow this day, so I didn't get to read everything. Yeah. But he says it has something to do with his political statements that he's making. Yeah, I've seen him a few times on, on some various networks and, and television here uh-huh, lately because, uh-huh. you know, Home Improvement was a long time ago, so uh-huh. he disappeared for a while because he made some bad movies and nobody cared. So when he came back with Last Man like Standing. Zoom? Yeah, like Zoom. That was a good one. <sighs> so when he came back with Last Man Standing... <laughs> He, um, he, you know, he's gotten the opportunity to speak now in some different places, Piers Morgan, things like that. And he's a, uh, he's a rather conservative fellow, Tim Allen is. Yes, he is. Uh, which is interesting considering his background. He actually mm-hmm. started in comedy after being arrested for possession of cocaine mm-hmm. and spending a couple of years in jail. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a little interesting knowing that, how now he's conservative. Like, Why would that be? Um, I, I feel like with that kind of background, you tend to be, believe more in but rehabilitation, gotta, progressivism. But you also got to realize that the person you are in your 20s is definitely not the person you are in your oh, 50s. for sure, for sure. But I, I feel like someone like that would probably be on the more lenient side of the, of the political spectrum. I would feel like, at least on crime issues, not but maybe guy. not. No, I mean, maybe he feels like prison did him right. I don't oh, know. Yep. But anyway, so he, on those shows, he would advocate his conservative views, and he actually even made the comment about the Hollywood atmosphere uh, specifically, which I think may have hurt him a little bit, Done him in. where he, he, he commented how it kind of felt bullied in, and it's not exactly a free speaking environment in Hollywood because of they're typically more liberal. Right, right. And so they don't want to hear the conservative views from you're, someone. You're the outcast if you're the conservative. Well, and if, and if you did watch the Oscars this, uh, this year, there were a lot of political statements made and there were Tons. a lot of left leaning statements, uh, Tons. which, you know, I'm not saying one way or the other how people feel, but, you know, Glenn Close. Or what was uh, was it Glenn Close or who was it the one like the Lifetime Achievement Award and then gave that speech that was kind of Meryl Streep Meryl yeah. Streep yeah gave a pretty powerful nailed it left speech but uh but so so Tim Allen had commented a few times conservatively which I guess he feels like was the reason they cut his show I I would like to posit a different theory though go for it um You've got a minute to a rather large cast on that show is it I've never it's, seen this it's show. him the wife three daughters. And then regularly the three daughters have significant others and other things that play in and out. Um, so in the various episodes I've seen, you have five get you have five regulars. Plus he also runs like a, a Gander Mountain type store. Okay. Um, so then you have a couple of regulars from that also. So too big of cast, maybe. I, yeah, I think so. I mean, it sounds like for series regulars consistently being mm-hmm. played, there's probably eight to ten people, which is kind of a lot. Is it though? Once you get to season six of a show, yeah, because those people will start asking for more money and things like that. How many season regulars are on the Big Bang Theory now? Yeah, but they make a lot of money. Right. The, and, but Big Bang Theory is the number one sitcom comedy. It is. That's the problem. with so good. With, with this show kind of being in the middle. In the middle of the way. Maybe too many people. Too many people. I, I, if, if the network came forward and said that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, they're just covering themselves. Because I do, they have more people than the Big Bang Theory as right. series regulars. And they're not as popular. Nor will we ever know the truth, I bet. 
That's true because we don't we don't own the TV station. We can't see the future. We don't own the, the network. Truth. We can see us jumping out to a break right here. And we come back. We'll talk about a little bit of comic palooza. Uh oh. Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey guys, Joey Savage with Nerd Thug Radio. Conroe's newest sports bar, Wild Thing, is a modern day rustic saloon with all American charm. Wild Thing, a bar and restaurant in the Conroe Woodlands area, right off FM 1488 and I 45 with a welcoming ambiance and atmosphere of delicious food, relaxation, and quality entertainment. Wild Thing has over 70 televisions, regularly airing local and nationally televised sporting events, as well as daily specials and pricing. Wild Thing Bar and Restaurant, the best scenery in town. This is Chuck Huber, the voice of Android 17 and Dr. Stein. Nerd Thug Radio is awesome. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Me. Go DLG. And uh, this segment, we're going to get into a little uh, comic palooza news. It just happened uh, a couple weekends ago. Yeah. You know, it, it takes us like a full week to digest the greatness that is these cons. And go through all the content we generate. And be too. like, okay, what do we want to talk about? How do we want to cover it? What do we want to use? What do we want to cut? Yada, yada, yada. But uh, before we do that, Conroe, there's a new uh, sports bar in town, Wild Thing. It's got a modern day rustic saloon with all American charm. It's a sports bar and restaurant in the Conroe Woodlands area, right there at FM 1488 and I-45. It's got a great ambiance and atmosphere. It's got delicious food, cold drinks, and the best scenery in town. With over 70 televisions regularly showing local and national sporting events with weekly specials and prices, Wild Thing Restaurant, Conroe, Texas, is the place to be. Now, let's get out. Now we got that out of the way. Oh, oh, comic palooza, comic palooza. Before we even get into anything, yes, sir. How exhausted were you by Sunday afternoon? Okay, so here we go. So we've done, we did comic palooza last year, not Mm -hmm. to this Mm -hmm. extent. Nope. We've done two AVC cons, Lafayette, Shreveport, and we even went to comic palooza when it was four days. We yeah, we that was the best time ever. That was so comic palooza one year was on Memorial Day weekend, and it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And me and the DLG hit all four days. It was great. Like rock stars. But um, this one, It man. was just something different, right? Yeah. So going into it, so we go in on Friday. I think we got to talk about Thursday, too. I think, I think Thursday was a big part of it. It was your mom's birthday. Oh, yeah. So the Thursday before Conclusive, right. my mom's birthday, you I, were doing your Mother's Day stuff. Yeah. Um, and so we had that going, then we're in studio, and don't get much sleep. Then we jump into Friday. Roll it into Friday. So we get there Friday, and we're kind of kind of scoping the whole scenery out, seeing you know what we're going to be able to talk to, how everything looks, like what's going on. And so um, got a pretty good feel. Now, what did I tell you? 1.2 million square feet yeah. at the GRB? Yeah. 1.2 million square feet this place covered. And this year, it was all Comic Palooza. Yeah. Like in years past, they've, They've grown exponentially each year, mm-hmm. and so sometimes they have a hall cut off. They got something else going on, right? Or upstairs, they have something going Remember on. Remember, like four or five years ago, there was a graduation going on. Right, right. This Would, year, no, nothing. thank you. It was nothing. all comic palooza time. You even had a film festival. Yeah, obviously film festival. We... Our boys, uh, Ken Costantino with uh, Attack of the Killer Shrews, which you saw. I did. I did. Um, I I wanted to go see it, but the family was with me on Sunday. It was towards the end of the con day, and they wanted to, you know, just a minute. You don't like scary movies. Was it that scary though? No, it was, it was hilarious. Right. Spooky. It was, it was hilarious. Did you see it, Nico? No, I was not oh, there, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, you didn't show up. That's right. That's right. 
I thought maybe you saw it in a different avenue or something. But, no, uh, it was it was hilarious. Yeah, I wanted to go see it, but it was at three o'clock on Sunday. I had Mommy Savage, Willie Savage, Sadie Savage, and they wanted to do the floor thing. And, and I didn't think it was going to be <clears throat> as long as it was. It was literally the full minutes. full two hours, right? Because yeah. you texted me right when it started. Uh huh. I was like, all right, we're just getting into it. And then when you were like, hey, let's go, it had been over for maybe ten minutes. Right. Right. Yeah, but so Saturday, we spent Saturday from 9.30 in the morning to 7.30 at night hitting the entire con floor, talking to people. Uh, we interviewed, you know, several great cosplayers. You'll see those videos coming up here pretty soon. Uh, we got three exclusive interviews, uh, one with your, your, your hero. Yes, I've talked about it numerous times on the show, Starman, the writer of Starman, and the artist as well. Right. The writer, uh, James Robinson. And, and actually, we talked to him all three days. And the... the the uh, artists are the, uh, the artist Tony Harris. Tony Harris. We yeah. so we, we definitely we hung out with him. Uh, you you I'm pretty I, I'm gonna I'm gonna brag on myself. I'm pretty cool under pressure. I don't I don't get phased. Um, I can we talked about this during the con. I can go up to anybody and right, right. talk about anything. I definitely geeked out. Fanboyed oh, yeah. out so, with James Robinson. Well, Friday like I, I left early um, and we'd been looking for him and we never found him. And Friday I had to leave early to pursue my my dream of being a. All star K ball coach. <laughs> How's that going? It's going great. It's going awesome, actually. You know, they don't even keep scoring the no, league, and he's but like, sidebar, but No, yeah. No one, no one gets as many outs as we do. We, we're the best team. <laughs> sidebar before we go on to Comic Palooza, I felt like four parents text me this week asking me if I can private tutor their kids over the summer. They're in K ball. So I'm doing something right, bruh. Anyways, there so you yeah, go. you would text me. Yeah. Or I think you called me and I was on the field. So yeah. I, I, I Called you back and you were geeking out. He's like, I found Starman. Dude, yeah, I talked to him for like 15 minutes. He wants us to interview him tomorrow. And like, yeah, man. Like, I was pumped. I was yeah, pumped. I got major wood right now. Like, I am, yeah, I'm poking out. Yeah, I wasn't even steering with my hands. Like, no. I was that excited. Like, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, because it was it was weird because we're, we, you and I have been looking for him. We, all day. We, we went through all the section with all the artists. Because when they invite the, the the named guests like that, you know, uh, like the different comic book creators, they're in their own little section. Right, right. So we're walking through that neighborhood of, of the con, and, and we see all the other people, but we don't see James Robinson or Tony Harris. Nope, nope. And we, I start to be like, and I had already, Friday afternoon, I had gone over the list of, of canceled guests. So he, They weren't one of them. They weren't on it. So I was like, well, they, they've got to be here because Comic Blues has done a good job of announcing who wasn't there. Charlie Cox had to cancel. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they invited Katie Lloyd's in his place. Correct. Um, uh, Rakishi had to cancel, I believe, because of the death in the family. Uh, well, that was a while back. He probably just couldn't make it. Couldn't fit on an airplane. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Roman Reigns wrestled like two days later. Yeah, the the articles say he's very upset though. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so it's just been we were looking, we were kind of walking around and doing everything else. But every time we went through that area, we we had the mind that we were trying to find these find two these guys. Never found them. Never found them. Then it turns out they were kind of parked on an end cap. Yep. Which in, in in reality is a great spot because they were actually on the entrance side. They're on the the like, best side. They had, they had primo seating, but because we were looking so actively in the aisles, we kept walking by these two and never realizing we walked by them. Uh, and I probably saw that Airboy banner like ten times Friday, yeah. and never once was even like, "Oh, this is James." Oh, <laughs> Nico, get that out. Yeah, get a little it. bit of work there. So oh, we, we found James them. Robinson above it. <laughs> so, so we found them. Uh, so we talked to them on Saturday. Uh, we interviewed them. Uh, Corey, Corey, let Corey do it. Uh, me and Nico took turns shooting it because his arm got tired. Uh, so look for those videos. Like nine minute interview. It is, and my arm got tired holding the mic, but like a champ, I powered through. So those videos are coming. This they should be up by now. You should you be able to check those out. Uh, they're on the on our YouTube page. Uh, they're going to be on our Facebook page as well. Yeah. Um, 
we got to talk to him about some really cool stuff that we can't talk about now. He's going to come back on the show a little later. When it's ready, he's going to come talk to us. Give us the exclusive, so uh, be on the lookout for that. We'll try um, and do some sort of big announcement for that. But then, um, man, did we not have the hardest time trying to get people to talk to us on the radio? Man, okay, yeah, I, do you want, yeah. Can we? I don't remember. I don't remember his name. Do you want to call him out? Do you remember his actual name? I, I, I don't I just call so him Foggy it, Nelson. No, we'll start with. So we'll start with this way. We'll, no, we'll start here. Um, the guy who plays Herschel in The Walking Dead. Yes. So we start there. Yeah, we, and that we pump Nico up. Nico's gonna. Um, Nico's gonna, gonna interview do, him. It's gonna be Nico's first interview of. Uh, I had the someone like that. story. I was I was going in there strong. And that was the most frustrating because we had pumped Nico. Let up. me tell you this as I tell this story to our, our listeners. Okay. That guy did not seem to know where he was at all. He did seem a little out of it, but he also was sort of brisk about it, too. So we walk up. I didn't up, appreciate that. So we walk up, and Corey says, hey, I'm Corey DLG. This is Joey Savage. And he goes like, hey, uh, we're nerds like radio. Uh, would you mind if, if you got time today we can get an interview? He's like, an interview? Well, with who? And you're like holding your press pass like, us, we're, we're Nerd Thug Radio. We all have our shirts on the same right. Nerd Thug Radio. We're geared out. We're Nerd Thug Radio. You have We have headphones out. We have a microphone in our hands. And then like, his, his handler's like, let me see your card. So she takes the card, looks it over. Oh, we're not doing any interviews today. Right. No media. No media at all today. Mind you, there's nobody in this guy's line. Yeah, he's, he's not even behind his table. He's actually in front of his table, he's leaning next on to, it. Yeah, he's next to the SpongeBob cast. <laughs> right. Nobody coming to see Herschel, baby. <laughs> they nobody. They're literally like 12 deep for SpongeBob. And, and the whole time, he's just love. smiling, and he's like, well, nice to meet you. And then he gave us, like, the girliest handshake ever. Right. Like, right. Piece of work, son. Kind of wanted to squeeze it and break old man yeah. hands. Ah. Oh. Take this hand. Uh, but then we went and talked to Finn Jones, mm-hmm. uh, who mm-hmm. plays the Iron Fist. Um, we got to talk to him for a total of maybe three minutes before they're like, oh man, hey, yeah, let me, let me clear it with my manager first. Okay. Well, that means no. All right. Well, Hey man, you do a great job. Thank you. Shook his hand, walked off. So then we walk next door to Candace Patton who plays Iris West on the flash, uh, get about three minutes with her. Uh, same concept. Oh, let me talk to my manager. Hey, you do a great job. Okay. Thank you. Handshake, handshake. That's not happening. Walk off. Uh, so then we're walking around. So we get over, um, to the other side where the lesser big stars, I mean, there's still stars in their own right, but they're not the big draw. Right, they're not the main characters of a show. And so um, the guy who plays Foggy Nelson on... Uh, the Daredevil, Daredevil Netflix. He was also on, uh, if you watch the Mighty Ducks like we did growing up. He's the big scary kid. He's the big scary kid. Uh, and he's just like chilling, right? Like he's... Nobody's he's, around him. And, and I've been prefacing every one of these with, look, I don't want to mess with your money. Right, right. I will work around your schedule. And everyone's been like, hey, we really appreciate that. But I'll have to clear with my manager. Which, which I get. And the next segment, me and DLG are going to kind of dissect our thoughts on that on that process. Right. Uh, but he, he looked like a cool dude. Like, everybody else was kind of dressed decent nice, or like Luke Cage, Mike Coulter was there. We saw yep. him a distance. He was kind of wearing almost Luke Cage-type clothing. Yeah. Uh, this dude's wearing like a cap, and he's got these skull rings and a black shirt. I'm like, man, this is our kind of guy. Right. He, <laughs> he did up. look like our kind of guy. Corey gives him the spill. He's like, hey, what's up, guys? Gives us the handshake. Talk to him. Gives us the same spill. And then, Corey, you just tell him. I flat out, I, I said, I said, hey, man, I, I can appreciate, you know, you know, running through your manager. I said, is this just a really nice no? I said, so look, we're media, but we've been getting that all day from all the, from all the stars here. You know, this is what we do. Our our show is about the pop nerds culture. and about pop culture. It's for the nerds. We want ten minutes tops. Yeah, you know, I, I said, you know, anytime you want to give us, we would totally take. I said, but is this what like what's the deal like? So he kind of gave us a somewhat honest slash safe answer, and he right. was just kind of like, hey man, look, I really honestly don't know what I can and can't say. So like I always find I get myself in trouble when I when I do these interviews. And then he was like, and I also don't like how I sound. sound. I feel like I sound stupid. And Corey was like, Well, Jay Savage sounds dumb the whole time. And right. he, he like runs the show basically. Right. He laughs a little bit. So like, oh, maybe we're getting in. 
And uh, Corey was like, well, dude, we just want to talk Mighty Ducks with you, bro. Right. We don't want to get you in trouble. I'll talk Mighty Ducks and for, for five was, minutes. He was just like, yeah, I just sound really stupid. Corey's like, all right. Well, I, I give him the card. I say, hey, man, if you change your mind, uh, this is Saturday. Uh, we'll be here all weekend. Um, and then that led us into an actual interview, which we'll get into next segment. Right. But to wrap it all back and forth, yeah, by Monday or by Sunday when we showed up to the con, we had planned on maybe getting five to six more cosplay interviews. And we were just like, yep, done. We were just wiped like, out. I'm man. wiped out. Like, I could care less. If somebody. I think I did one. We did Sunday. Two that day, I believe. Yeah. And that, we, was, and that was it. We saw two really good costumes. Like, oh, we got to get this. Yeah. And we had a third one planned. Um, a, a cosplayer that I found on Instagram. She was doing a really good Black Canary. Uh, but by the time she showed up, we were shut down. Corey was in a movie. Um, so we didn't get to get that one. So we would have. But, should've, um, you should have had Sadie Savage do that one. I know, right? That would have been great. Uh, I, you know what? I asked William at one point because me and I got to get out of here. We, we broke off to go get some. And I said, hey, man, can you hold a camera? Like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, but I don't want to. He's like, all right, cool. <laughs> Honest. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's jump out to a break real quick. Uh, we come back. We're going to break down our thoughts on uh, why these people use their managers as an, as an excuse. And we'll talk about a really good interview that we're dropped on YouTube. Yeah. Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey guys, it's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. With school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, the kids need to get out of the house and need a place to go. Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys, all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon League in Texas, and in various events every day and especially the weekends. Dungeons and Dragons, Family Game Night, and other various events are regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. Yeah, hey, hi, uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I gotta just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio, and great respect for you guys for tuning in and listening. Nerd Thug Radio. You're listening to us on 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Check us out at www.NerdThugRadio.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Photos, buy our t-shirts, check out random videos. I'm going to put up the uh, video this week of Zach going in straight meltdown mode when he figured out how many panels he was hosting at uh, Comic Palooza. <laughs> oh, I want to see that. It yeah. is golden. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to put up my boudoir set of photos this week. That's the worst thing ever. <laughs> you don't think I'm sexy? No, not at all. <laughs> no. Well, that, all. that was honest. Yeah. I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> thou shalt not lie. I mean, thou could fib a little. Anyways. Um, Maybe yeah, so, better, so just quick shout out. Zach Attack uh, hosted six panels at uh, Comic Palooza this year. Uh, we said it in... To be fair, one of them didn't make. Right. Because it was... A Dune one. Um, was <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a Dune one that none of the, none of the regular Dune five. people showed up. It was five. There were five and one didn't make, right, so four. Right. And and he did like three Dune ones, and he said the same 12 people kept coming. And so by the time the last one rolled around, I they guess... They talked about everything Dune-related. They'd already, they'd already said their piece. But uh, yeah, we set, on, set in on the first one, um, and there was like 30 people in there. Maybe no, close to 40. Yeah, it was a lot of people. And he did a really good job. It was, it was done very well. I, I really enjoyed that, and it was a really good discussion. 
Uh, it was about the many facets of Lucifer in entertainment. It was good yet weird. Like, yeah, yeah for right? sure. Like, I, I thought the one girl was kind of cute, though. Yes, yeah, of course you did. The one who, the one who had all the one you couldn't see her face. No, you that could. One? She had face paint on, though. <laughs> Whatever. The one that was dressed as Loki. No, that one, right? No, yeah, yeah. easy, easy. Of course, I did. Well, she was good looking. Of course, you thought she was good looking. I don't know what that means. That means she was I'm good offended. looking. Yeah, I'm a little bit like because he kind of said it like, oh, obviously you obviously. love burritos, so of course you're hungry. Like what? Exactly. <laughs> Fair statement. Fair statement. I I can get behind this. <laughs> I hate both of you. <laughs> so um, be here next week when I'm by myself. Uh, Corey, as we were um, discussing last segment, you talked about how a lot of these I don't remember this. These uh, <laughs> celebrities, they're like, I got to run things by my manager. Um, we both kind of came up to the same conclusion together. That's a very nice no, right? Um, but we also drew some uh, conclusions of why. That is, and we both are on the same yeah, mindset. Yeah, for sure. I, I, we we co-created this theory. So so it, it goes both ways. It could be a yes or a no, and we'll, I'll I'll go positive first here because I'm a positive person. So my my yes theory is that, look, you 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 pay ten percent to your manager or seven percent or whatever it is the TV managers get because you that's their job. Right. So their job is to keep you looking good so you can keep getting TV jobs so you can keep giving them ten percent. Blah blah blah. So. Blah. You, if you get something you're not sure about, like I bet if Entertainment Weekly walked up and was like, "Hey, can we do five minutes?" They'd have been like, "Absolutely," because they know that that's a big thing. Right, they know right. what's going to happen, but they don't know us from anybody. So, what if we want to do a between two ferns with them and just yeah. totally skewer them? Right. So it's their manager's job to screen and to kind of figure out if if we're legitimate, if we're going to treat them right, if it's going if their client's going to come out looking good by talking to us. So what we both kind of have come to the agreement is. Because of all these shock jocks, yes, people wanting yes. viral videos and viral thing, things going viral, and, and pranksters and just um, just the whole the whole it's sort of, kind of ruined it for the good guys, right? 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 Because because of people, and I'm gonna say Howard Stern, but I don't necessarily mean Howard Stern because Stern is now you know who Stern is now, and you know what you're gonna talk about when you go on his show, right? So I don't necessarily mean Stern, but the Howard Sterns of podcasting and radio and viral videos, the people who want the attention more. Then they really want the story or right. care about or who they're talking the to. The chance to talk. Because we have listeners. We we have we have a responsibility, even if it's just eight people listening. Hi mom. Even if yeah. it's just eight people, if we're gonna do a show and we're gonna show up every week and, and put our names on something and, and represent this. We and, want it to be good. And work hard for it. We want people to enjoy it and we owe it to our fans to to only put out things that are good. Right. And if we get access to these people, we wanna share that. So the people who have ruined it are the people who they're more intent on, oh, man, if I get a million hits on this, you know, right. I don't have to work for a year, blah, blah, blah. Because bottom line is we love what we do, and we genuinely just want to talk to these people about the things that they do that we love. Right. And it's when you only get a 30-second interview, basically, to give them your card and tell them who you are and what you do, you know, you can't really impress as much. It's hard. It's hard right now. Uh, I think as we get a little bit bigger— I mean, we have had some success. Yeah, absolutely. We and did Ming Chin in under five weeks of doing the show. Right. We interviewed Ernie Hudson, who's right. a pretty big deal. We got the t- Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Uh, we did James Robinson. We did Tony, Tony Harris. Harris. We've done um, numerous uh, reality of wrestling stars. They, they've welcomed us in. Uh, Our profile is only going to get bigger over time. And but it just got bigger. Yeah, absolutely. With a cool interview we did with um, Jeffrey Cantor. I was very... Uh, so 
immediately I recognized him, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I don't remember any of his characters' names because he's always kind of a bit of a role player and stuff. But he's in so much stuff. Right, right. Um, and so I was excited uh, to do this interview. So for those of you who don't know, Jeffrey Cantor is the editor-in-chief of the, was it the New York Post, I guess? I, I think so. And the show Daredevil, or in that... In that in the little Netflix movie-verse. So he's the uh, older white gentleman with the beard and the glasses that Karen Page is reporting to, right. that uh, Ben Ulrich is reporting to in the first one. Um, and he's kind of the, the voice that drives the media. Right. He sort, of, he sort of represents how the media views these vigilantes. Right. And so, uh, yeah, when we left the uh, Foggy Nelson guy, he's like, hey, I bet Jeff would talk to you. He loves doing this stuff, and he doesn't care. So you walk over, and Jeff's like, hey, yeah, let's do this. And he was like, we'll do it right now. Because, I, again, I don't want to mess with these people's money. I know why they're here. I understand why they're here. You know, Anthony Mackie's charging $100 for a photo. $120. And I don't, and I don't blame him for that because people are willing to pay that for right. it to, to see him. And so I don't want to take money away from these people. So, yeah, we tell Jeff, hey, man, listen, if you got time, he's like, no, hey, look, it's kind of slow right now. Let's just talk. So he just props up on a stool. Um, if you follow us on Instagram or if you're one of the over a 1,000 people who've seen this snip, you, you've seen it. He, he's a funny guy. Yes. Um, you didn't get to see the whole the whole video, uh, but it's on YouTube now, so you can check it out. Uh, but he talks, so he voiced a character in Grand Theft Auto, so he went on to that. Right. Talked a little bit about, um, what was that show he was in uh, with Kevin Spacey? House of Cards. House of Cards, he was in there a little bit. He's essentially a Netflix superstar. Right. Point. I mean, he's, he's in all their good shows. And then he also talked a little bit about... Uh, just the media and politics in general. Yeah, I and was kind of happy I got him to, to do that did, in a way that wasn't made, political. He made a statement that is probably one of the more accurate statements that I've heard in a long time. When he, he said, basically, listen, the media knows something's up. And no matter what media outlet you listen to, like, you're never getting the full truth. Like, they know they're, they're screwing you over. They know they're getting screwed over. Like, every media station is, is spinning it in some way to get ratings. He's like, right. So... The, the deal is to try to be as close to honest as possible, I guess. Right. Check out the whole video. Corey did a great job talking to him. Well, thank had a uh, magnificent camera work. And you actually, say. 100% as a field producer, you did a great job. Because yeah. going into it, I was just prepared to jump into it. And you you immediately, right before we started, hey, this is going to go on YouTube as well. Is that okay? Right. Because that was a good save. Because I'd hate to have done this pretty good interview and then put it up on YouTube. And then get an email next week from his right. manager like, hey, this, this has got to come down. Take this down. Um, we, we work well as a one-two punch in the field. We do, we do. Um, we work well as a one-two punch anywhere. But 90% of the time, Corey will just go up and talk to somebody. And usually once he gets us in the door, you know, I can spit my charm a bit and rope him in. And then the things I don't think of, you think of. The things you don't think of, I think of. The two of us can beat up any one person combined. Yeah. <laughs> With our powers combined. <laughs> we are Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, but yeah, man, we got some really dope cosplay uh, interviews, some really good ones. We had some fun with that. Yeah, just again, if you saw all the videos we did for ABC Con, uh, something just like that. We kind of did the same thing. Uh, we got Nico in there some. Uh, I did a couple this time. Corey DLG did the brunt of it. Because again, I'm working the great cameras, and so is Nico. Yeah, and I'm the worst camera person on the planet. Right, and that's the thing. Corey's like, hey, you want to do this one? I was like, I would, but you're the worst cameraman ever. I was like, right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're, you're accurate. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I definitely, like, I filmed the Nico one. We kind of all swapped spots in the very beginning. We were trying out something different, and I'm and I'm filming it, and I realized as I'm doing I'm like, I'm all over the place. Like, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't It wasn't good. That's going to be one, like, YouTube flags. that's like, this is shaky. Would you like me to stabilize <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yes, yeah. please. Help Corey out. But yeah, man, Common Clues was great this year. Um I, I was sad when it was over. I was like, man, it's already over? Like, holy heck. I'm we gonna... definitely had that moment, though, Sunday afternoon. We're all standing in that one 
in the corner right after I done the escape room thing. Yeah. We're all standing in the corner. We all and you, me, and Zach all look at each other and and we just in immediately all of us were like, Yeah, I'm exhausted too. Yeah. It was, it was rough. <laughs> it was it was definitely rough, man. And you know, I talked to um God, I don't remember the name of her t-shirt company. So there's this chick that was selling these really cool t-shirts. Yes, there was. These guys. Super cool. These shirts are super cool. If we get a chance, we're going to try and have them on at some point, and we're going to try and do some linkage about, and all that. You're talking about the Nintendo ones? Yeah. I'm not talking about those, but talk about those real quick. Yeah, no, I want to talk about those because these were super cool. Like, when you're at the convention and you're walking by and you glance at stuff, there's some things that immediately catch your eye and you, you want to talk, talk to those people right away. This is one of them. So they had a bunch of like video game, old video game themes. It was like it was like Nintendo, basically. Right, Nintendo. It was, or no, it was Mario, basically. Mario and Zelda. Right. Uh, I think it was mostly just Mario. Well, the, so the Rockets one was all pixels. So basically, they had this shirt of the Alamo. Right. It was looked like the end of like Mario, like Super, the the end of a Mario level, like level one point one, little whatever. And then they had a the state of Texas, but it looked like the uh, Super Mario three, like, yeah, game board. But uh, no, I was talking to. Uh, we'll get them when I got their card. Uh, there's a chick. She she's from Salt Lake. And the name of her company is like Fresco Printing. Oh, you did go was, by this place she was, every day. Yeah, because she had some good deals, and I just I never bought. But uh, yeah, she she had these really cool Star Wars shirts and some Deadpool ones, whatever. So the last day I'm talking to her, she's like, "Hey, how are you?" I was like, "I'm exhausted." She's like, "Yeah, me too." So I was like, "Hey, I give her my card." And, you know, we've been doing radio stuff. She's like, "Yeah, I noticed you guys walking around the whole time." Blah blah blah. And she's like, "You know, people just don't believe me when I say how exhausting it is just talking to people all day." It's like, no, it really is. Like, it's mentally exhausting talking to people and literally that saturday that's all we did was talk to everybody we could possibly see we probably talked to this is gonna sound really bad to say out loud but there's clearly some people not worth talking to at the convention you know yeah, some tables and booths that and i feel like we i feel like we probably talked to literally a third of the people doing any kind of business at right. comic palooza we talked to hey man that's a cool shirt you think that's cool check out nerdthug radio right hey you like nerdthug, you like podcast here you go boom 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 yeah, it was it was definitely uh, it was one for the ages. It was fun. We're already looking forward to next year. Yeah. Uh, plus, we got two more cons coming up this year. We're definitely going to be involved in. So, <laughs> look for more coverage from Nerd Thug it Radio. Never ends. It never ends. <laughs> Thank God for that. It's called con season. Lasts all year. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to jump out to a break real quick. Um, don't forget this Saturday, May twenty seventh, we'll be at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Hero clicks Battle Royale. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. A lot of people have been thinking of starting their own business or that it's time to change or reignite their career or maybe even that it's time for them to figure out their next career move. Then launch your dream career weekend is for them. June 3rd and 4th. This two-day training will help them clear the roadblocks in the way of the success that they deserve, identify what they cherish most, and help them set career goals that they'll be able to achieve. For pricing, check out www.launchmydreamcareer.com. Hey, this is Xander Genere. And this is Bonnie Gordon. And together we are the, the Library Bars. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Woohoo! On Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Because you're awesome. Sister Station. Oh, that's what I was, I was trying, I was going to be like, Inspirational, Corey. Inspirational, Corey? Yeah. Sober, inspirational, Corey? Uh, inspirational. Inspirational, Corey. Okay, well, I'm Joey Savage, so... <laughs> I mean, hey. it's... Hey. Hey, hang on. Nico DLG here. It's almost 2 o'clock in the afternoon. There's no way I'm sober. <laughs> Accurate. Okay, so um, this segment, I didn't tell you what we're talking about. No, you did not. Till now. 
Okay. So early in the show, we talked Last Man Standing got canceled. Correct. Uh, so with cancellations also comes the uh, fall lineup. What? So two things that um, struck me awkwardly. <laughs> okay. Like. All right. I was in. I don't want to go that far. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that story yet. It says in my contract I'm not allowed to be struck awkwardly. Yes. So. Um, it says it very clearly. We've been talking about. You know, I hate people do that. So. Uh, so. And, uh, so the end Sorry. I was. <laughs> Whitney Houston there? Yeah. I'll, be, you were your, like, I'll you be your Kevin Costner. And sewing and and dying. Hello. So what it is. Um, Inhumans. We've been talking about the Inhumans. It's recently. Me. With their crappy um, costumes. costumes. They're terrible. Yep. So the first episode is going to air in IMAX. Is it? Yep. And then after that. So we're not invited. Too bad. Oh, well. So then after that, it's going to be on uh, Friday nights on ABC. Boy, they just buried this thing, didn't they? Um, but they put another show can't hear the top of my head. They put Oh, they put a Once Upon a Time. It's usually been on Sundays, and they've pushed it now to Fridays. I guess they're trying to revamp up TGI Friday. I don't, I don't know. You know what they're doing? They're just killing two shows because it's the final season of Once Upon a Time. Right. So they're pretty much like the fans are going to watch it and no one else will. So that's, They're just going to T-vote anyway. So that's, that's <laughs> A, that it's going to be in the fall on a Friday. But the thing that really just got me right in my soul is that the next season of Agents of Shield isn't going to air till after the Inhumans, which means the show that's about right. No, no, it's over now. Like the season's over. Yeah, we're in May, yeah. so it's not going to come on till like December. No, because Inhumans will probably start in September, the fall, no. early September, in the fall. It's that's with the, the fall. It's with the normal fall lineup. Yeah, where where everything else, like where Shield would have been. Yeah, had there been no Inhumans. That's when it would have started, but right. now they're waiting until humans completely finishes, and then put. That's like, the but that's on. that's exactly what they did with Agent Carter. Agent Carter. Right, Agent Carter was a filler. No, that, it wasn't a filler. It, it was a filler. It was the a first, short miniseries. The first that season between right. The first season was a filler, but the second season right. they actually did right in front of Agents of Shield. And so Agents of Shield is getting bumped to like fall two, winter one. I can't wait that long, man. I can't. The show was great. It was great, but I mean... This is the best Marvel show on TV. Here's the thing. Allegedly, uh, allegedly, Inhumans is going to be great. It's not. Uh, and they're going to... character designs. They're so good. They're not. There's also some leaked trailer footage that doesn't make, the, doesn't make the costumes <laughs> look any better. Oh, man. They're bad. I'm really excited about this so show, I wonder, Okay, so here's my thoughts. sarcastic. Okay, stop whispering. Okay. You're hurting my you're hurting my two good ears. I know you've got one. So do you think they're doing this? I miss my other ear. With um That's really sad. Like they'll already have Agents of Shield recorded, like filmed, so that if like Inhuman starts tanking, they can just yank it and just insert Agents of Shield? No. Or they're gonna let Inhumans run its course. You don't spend that much money and make it IMAX friendly and all that, especially for only six episodes oh, and it, not air all Is it six only episodes. six episodes? Yeah. You confirmed. Yeah, Nico, it's, look that it's, up. It's a miniseries. Nico, look up how many episodes. I got you. Don't worry about look it. it up, fam. So it's only six. Look it up, fam. It might even even if it's eight, you don't spend that much money and and do this True. much. You watch the whole summer. All they're gonna shove in your face is Inhumans. Oh, definitely. Inhumans, Inhumans, Inhumans. In, in. You get an Inhuman. You get an Inhuman. We all get Inhumans. Inhumans everywhere. Ah, it's gonna be terrible. They're gonna be on pizza boxes. They are, and it's gonna be <laughs> awful. So while Nico's looking that up. The other bit of surprising news to me is um, Arrow, mm -hmm. since its beginning, 
has always been Wednesday night. Yes, um, I know, I know, I don't. I and they they just pushed it to Thursday, into a more prime slot. They're saying right after Supernatural, um, but it's been Wednesday the whole time. Now that leaves with the CW. What that does now is that leaves Wednesday wide open with no, no uh, DC programming except Black Lightning's coming out. Yeah, so they said maybe Black Lightning goes in there, it but does. then it's not I even it it's does. not even part of the Arrowverse. Uh, I mean, it's, well, it's, it's it's not in there in the universe at all. Like it has nothing to do with like, so Supergirl's in a separate universe, but right. it's still tied in. This is not supposed to tie in with any of it. Eight episodes. Eight episodes. Eight, yeah, okay, but they're gonna. No, I don't believe that. I know they're saying that now, but what's gonna happen is by midway through the first season, Corey DLG knows TV now. Well, I do. By the midway through the first season, the rest of the DC fans are gonna be like. Hey, how come our one black superhero can't hang out with the other guys? And then they're going to be like, oh. Because I don't want them to be right, better than Diggle. Right. No one's better than Diggle. Right. And then they're going to have to be, bring him over anyway. I felt really bad because I haven't caught up. Yeah, I'm so far behind on all that. I'm uh, I'm pretty far back on Flash and Arrow. So I, I haven't like seen Christmas. any of it. I'm in like Christmas time. I got mm. past the, they did the four-part crossover like right around Thanksgiving time. Didn't even see it. And they went to the <laughs> fall break. The winter break, and that's where I'm at. Didn't even see it. It was good. But I think I think I saw that they kill Iris West. Uh, don't ruin anything. Why, don't If you don't know something, don't talk about it. Spoilers, jeez. No, I don't know if it's true Spoiler or not, but I think, I think that's what I saw. Well, I know. I hate it because... You think you can't confirm. I'm always, don't confirm it. It's totally unconfirmed. I'm always, just, on, uh, I think I saw I'm always on Screen Rant and comic book resources, uh, movie resources, just to see what's going on. Right. Stay fresh, see what we can talk about. There's always like stuff about Arrow and Flash. I'm like, ah, oh, no, I don't want to see it. Well, and um, I'm yes. gonna get her name wrong. Dana Panabaker. Uh-huh. She was there at Common Palooza, right? And we should have just tripped her and asked her, right? You know, I didn't even see her, like even her table at all. She was right next to. Um, I know where she was, but like I didn't see her. Like we walked over there. I saw Mike Coulter. I saw Finn Jones. I feel like we. I feel like when we walked by Friday, she was there. She was one of the few that was there. Remember how we were like, "Oh, no one's here yet." I think she was there Friday. I, I might be completely wrong about that because know. every one of them had different days, which right. was weird. They all none of them, only a couple of them were scheduled for all three days. I really wanted to see um, the chick that played uh, Colleen Wing. I know. I was so excited. But she was only there on Sunday, mm-hmm. and she basically just did the photo stuff right. and then whatever the panel was. Yeah, and then she left. What was awesome, Nico, mm-hmm. is uh, John Berthenall was there. We didn't even talk about that. I know. The Punisher was there. and uh, He looks cool. He looked cool. As, yeah. He looks cool. He looked like my kind of guy. <laughs> like, black vest, black hat. That's that's me and Punisher, baby. I think it was a hoodie. But, uh, well, I wear those, too, all the time. Right. But uh, there was supposed to be a, a Daredevil. Going into the con, there's this big Daredevil panel. And it was supposed right. to be Charlie Cox, the Punisher, uh, Foggy, and Jeffrey Cantor. Right. Uh, well... Daredevil canceled because he couldn't see to get there. Wah, and, wah, wah. and then uh, they announced like midday Saturday that John Berthenall lost his voice. So he oh. wasn't going to be at the panel. So oh, no. <laughs> their Daredevil panel was literally Foggy and Jeffrey Cantor. Nice. <laughs> Two a, rather unimportant characters. I really wish Deborah Wall would have been there as Karen Page. Oh, I'm, boy. I'm glad she wasn't because you would have been very inappropriate. I would have waited in line to see her. Very I'd have probably. paid for that. So <laughs> I'd have paid for that privilege. So I do have to say this radio show is getting a little out of control because Joey Savage, uh, I have a complaint about you. Go ahead. You've started uh, as big as your head already is. You've started to get a little bit bigger head. <laughs> Friday we're walking around and there was a couple opportunities where they probably would have told us no one handed us as a manager. We right. Didn't, we didn't know that yet on Friday. They would have. 
there were a couple opportunities where some certain unnamed celebrities were <laughs> alone by their tables with no one in front of them. And I was like, come on, let's go do this one. Let's try and grab this one right yeah. now. And Joe was like, no. Who's that? No. No, they're not big enough. No. Like, like all of a sudden, we have a bar. We're, we we're do. interviewing local wrestlers, and he doesn't want to interview someone who's been on a movie. Right. I mean, <laughs> they have to fit the nerd thug style to get on there. You know what I mean? And then it turns out one of those people you denied, you decide after the fact, is totally nerd thug. Who? Miss Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah, I was going to talk to her for sure Sunday. Like, I, I, I planned it out, man. Like, I got everything I wanted to he talk wanted to. to do, he wanted to do when a celebrity. He was like, I, I want what? to I do I got something. Shannon Elizabeth. Well... I started thinking more about it. I was like, man, there's a lot of things that she's really into that I'm into, like the poker scene, uh, saving the, the rhinos in Africa, like just two things right there. Like, man, I could talk about that for like 30 minutes with you. However, Friday, when she was sitting by herself, like, alone, yeah. not even a manager at the table. And I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. I was yeah. like, do you want to go over there? And he's like, no. She's going to tell no. us now. No. She's going to tell us now. That's not what you said. You specifically said, no, what would we talk to her about? It wasn't her. It was somebody. I know who you're talking about. I won't drop that person's name, but it was somebody else. I was like, no, that's not Nerd Thug, man. I don't want to talk to that guy. It was both of them. And uh, Shannon was like, nah, she's not going to talk to us. And then what, you guys, you guys want to go talk to Herschel? And I was like, yeah, he's not going to talk to us. No, like, no. I was, no, like, no, was like, going to waste my time. You said, why would we talk to Herschel? Right. I was like, why would we talk to Herschel? It's like, well, he's not even going to talk to us. Like, I'm not wasting my time. No, I'm not going to let you claim clairvoyance here. That is not what no, you no. said. I, that's exactly you what I said. You did not want to talk to Herschel because you didn't care about Herschel. You've got Herschel. one ear, okay? Oh. Like, you must have not heard it correctly. <laughs> and then what happened? We pumped it up there. We got a lip handshake and a I guy know, who was man. out of his mind. Yeah. Not very nerd thug. I, had, I was so upset afterwards. I was like, I had the heartfelt story. Yeah, I, I had really everything. Did. It was going to be a really good interview. I, feel I really like. feel like that's why Nico didn't show up day three. He was that hurt. I was it. so distraught. Because of old man Herschel? Yeah. It wasn't It wasn't as bad as getting the card back. Yeah. Mm. I think that what was What was that forever. guy's name? Deep Roy. Deep Roy. Man, Straight I hate Deep Roy. Speaking of, we're just going to roast people. Yeah. So uh, there was a cosplayer there. There was two cosplayers there that I was interested in and seeing. One was Jen Van Damsel. Uh, me and Zach walked to her booth. Super friendly, like talking to everybody, having a great time. You were doing your escape room stuff, so you weren't with us. Okay. And then there was the other one, Armoranth, I guess. I don't know how you say it. Amaranth, I think. I don't know. But uh, we walked by her booth, and I was like, man, I was thinking to myself, man, she's a big deal. Like I was telling Corey on Saturday, like, dude, every photo she puts up, like 10K likes, man. Like, this could be a big deal. deal. And as you approach her booth, you just got this weird vibe. Right. Very creepy. Never smiling. Like, very, I don't know. I mean, I hate to roast someone who looks very pretty online, but in real life, it was something different. So I, I, I've set up the Instagram per your insistent Thank you. annoying. Thank you. And um, she's one of the people I now follow. Yes. And her videos that she puts up there are just so awkward. Right. Do you ever watch them? No, I don't. Because so, like, it's her pumping up her, her pay stuff, Twitch and Patreon and, 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 and all that stuff. stuff. It's, it, it's all it always is. It's just her advertising her other stuff. Right. But every time it's like, so I'm I'm gonna be on Twitch in an hour, and I'm gonna gonna rough up these Wonder Woman boots. I'm almost done with my costume now, and it's gonna be NSFW stuff. So get on my premium channel now. Like I get, she, get but like she has this look in her eyes that looks like someone rescue me. Like there's something <laughs> like we have to get out to a, we have to get out to me. a break. But I'm all for people wanting to make money off of themselves with the Patreon, and all that good stuff. I don't whatever. have a problem with any of that. I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem is when that's all you're focused on and there's no personable aspect to you at all. Because some of the people, they're all about that, but then they're they're personal with their fans and they're getting out there, they're having a good time. They show, like, 
glimpses of themselves on social media or on social media. But her, she wasn't even at her booth the whole time. No, she was. She's just straight cosplay business. Right. I think uh, she had some photo shoots that she did the whole time, but like she had handlers selling her photos for yeah, her and stuff. And her I prints. I ain't about that. And no. The, and the platonic daddy over here, he ain't about that either. That's not my name. Nerd Thug Radio. We're taking a break. <laughs> Hashtag talking nerdy to you. I hate both of you. Hey guys, Nico DLG here with Nerd Thug Radio. And with school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, when the kids need out of the house, they should go to Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon League in Texas and various events every day and especially weekends. Dungeons & Dragons, Family Game Night, and various other events regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road and in the Woodlands. This is Elle Graves, cosplayer slash prop maker, and I like puppies. This is Nerd Thug Radio. Nerd Thug Radio. Say what? Welcome back. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. We're halfway through the show, so boys and girls. Nerds and nerdettes. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. What this time is it? Would be time for the weekly, weekly top three. Yeah, I wasn't sure you're gonna be box or not. Alright, here we go. Spinning game bathed in fame. We be doing this so long. People think we're lame. Nerds of radio, this is what we do. Go harder than paint. We go insane. Everybody watching. Everybody listening. Listen real hard. Here we go disagreeing. Everybody enjoy it. Everyone love it. Weekly top three. Nico, Joey, and me. Yeah. Nailed it. I love that part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Is it because you get to beatbox? Yeah. I get to beatbox. You get to flow. And it's terrible. And it's awesome. All the time. It's the worst 40 seconds in radio. So in connection with our Houston Comic Palooza coverage, and the fact that we are dropping cosplay videos this week. Oh yeah! Hopefully, um, our weekly top three this week consists of cosplays that we would like to see more of, or maybe we've never seen before. Yes. Accurate statement. Accurate statement. Accurate. So, Nico, we're going to start with the worst of us, as per usual. Your numero tres. All right, my number three is I want to see. A giant werewolf, like a full-fledged, like already fully wolfed-out man, like because you see, you see, it's like sometimes it's like with like oh, the, like the mask or like yeah, because every once in a while, shirt. like I want to see like a big dude who's got like like the weird like stilt legs and he's already like giant wolf man. Because yeah, every once in a while you see, you'll see Teen Wolf and he'll have like the letter jacket on and like just a wolf head. Where have you seen, seen that? I've seen that before at some of the cons. Or like some sort of like weird nose and like right, right. fangs and like that's it. But yeah, that would be sweet. Like, like uh, full-fledged like werewolf. Like Twilight. Like someone could be Jacob. And just oh, not like not like straight f- werewolf. Just like a big wolf. Wait, well, doesn't, and I didn't see the movie, so I'm not 100. I saw, uh-huh. but don't the wolves in that one turn into giant wolves? Well, there's there's giant wolves, but also I want to see like a, like a big wolf man. Right, he, he's saying like. You're like want, a wolf man. Like yeah. a bipedal one. Yeah. So you want to see a man dressed up as a wolf. That'd be a wolf man. A wolf man. A werewolf. That would be a werewolf. What if a wolf was dressed up as a man? Would that be man wolf? Yes. Okay. Like that Doritos commercial? I guess. Exactly. Man wolf man? Well, you need paper or plastic. Say what? <laughs> So you just want to see a giant wolf, pretty much, yeah. Giant, I'd, be, giant I'd be okay with that. I um, like giant wolf from like uh, what was that? Um, Little Red Riding Hood. Is there a werewolf in that one? 
There's a wolf in that A wolf one. in that, like a wolf like that, or like a werewolf? Like a werewolf. Okay, you gotta be specific here. Which like properly done werewolf. Like Leonardo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street, or like, or. <laughs> like uh, American Werewolf in Paris? Or like the werewolves from the Underworld series, the lichens and stuff. That's what I would want to say. Yeah, I'd more, like, see more like the lichens, I guess yeah, I should say. Yeah, that'd be dope. I love that series. But you know what would be cool? Yes. No. If they did uh-huh. it like, like they were a lichen in the underworld yeah. and put like some silver bullet holes in them, yeah. that would be neat. Or what would be even cooler? If they were a real lichen from the underworld series. What would be even cooler? <laughs> There's such thing with cosplay that's just them. Just them. Like they're <laughs> like, this is my one day a week I get to go <laughs> out. To as, go yeah. out. Or if it was like werewolf on vacation and they had like swimming trunks and a, and a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, that'd be kind of fun. That reminds me of the um, couple years ago we saw that girl who dressed up as Summer Soldier. Yeah, that was really good. Instead of Winter Soldier, she had the little bubble gun. She had the, yeah. she had the bubble gun, but she had like a like an inner tube around her waist and like a bikini top. It was the duck. It was the duck one, yeah. The silver arm, middle yeah. arm still. That was so cool. Summer Soldier. Now I did see. Clever. I see there, what you did there. So there was a cosplay that I was really wanting to see, and I didn't think we would see it just yet. And I might spoil something from Nico DLG because he hasn't seen Guardians of the Galaxy yet. Don't you do it. I don't think so. Just so in the movie, they, they call um, Yondu uh, Mary Poppins yeah. at one point. And so this chick showed up at Comic Palooza this year, and she was Mary Poppins Yondu. Yeah. Oh, that's clever. She oh. had, like, the, the umbrella and, like, the Yondu. It was so good. You know how in the last movie they do, like, a, the, the Kevin Bacon references? And mm-hmm. then at one point, Gamora's like, we are just like Kevin Bacon. Yeah. It's this, it's essentially the same thing in this okay. one. But Mary Poppins. Sense. But Mary Poppins. Yeah. That's All right. So, All right, Corey like DLG, it. what's your number three? So, I I. I this one's sort of lame, okay, but okay. we see it all the time, and I still love it. And I and I. So we see it all the time, but you want to see more of it. I do. I I want to make sure. I want to see this at every con we go this to. Is Corey mailing it in for his number three. <laughs> well, just, man. At first, <laughs> man, we like mugged that guy. Uh, we did. Like we could have walked so away with was, all this stuff. That was Lafayette Con with the first time around, uh, right? Doug Funny. Yeah. yeah. Quail Man. Or was that Comic Palooza? No, that no was, it was it was a, it was that a was a ABC Con Lafayette. Yeah. And literally, the guy's walking by, and he's Quellman, and I just scream Quellman at him, and he tries to ignore me. Nope. So I take it to eleven, and I'm like, I'm like, so you, Quellman, you, you, Quellman, and he has to stop and turn around, and Nico just grabs his junk and I was like, photo now, <laughs> take the picture. And he, on, just, uh, he did like a victim, like he was just like, okay. It's like, on uh, the Nerd Thug Radio website, so go it is. Nerd Thug Radio. I wish I had a film of that encounter because it, <laughs> it plays out pretty much like a robbery. <laughs> it does. Um, <laughs> But no, I, although I mean I'm not mad at Quell Man, and I did see one at Comic Palooza this year too. But uh, Gwen, uh, Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen, I, I love me some Spider Gwen. I think the costume is really cool, yeah. and I've seen some other versions of it now on Instagram too. I saw one girl who did like a punk rock Spider Gwen. I think that the Spider Man cosplay is the most overdone cosplay because they've created these like basic spandex suits like body suits body suits so it's like super easy to get one so there's there's something there's a lot into it but they do a lot of those for a lot of different characters not like the overwatch girl yeah, they do has one. yeah they do them for tons but spider-man for sure with the mask like there's not a whole lot of but but with so many different spider-man costumes there's still a little bit of variety you're just a sucker for spider gwen man i am i think you i think just are i think it's one of the really smart characters and plus the costume was it's just so really, it's really cool. It's a really with the hood, yeah. with the hood and just the blues and the whites. Like it just, it just really pops. Pops, especially in the world of Spider-Man, where everything's so red and blue, but like primary dark. So what you're getting at is Corey DLG. You said at the beginning of the year you're getting a tattoo. I am this year sometime. Sometime Spider Gwen. I want to do something nerd thug, but like a Spider Gwen pinup. Oh, oh boy, yeah. that would be cool. Oh boy, oh, I, need, cool. I need the nerd thug logo tattooed on my shoulder now. I'm gonna get it on my arm right here. 
So we should do the Nerthug logo. Is that what we're saying? I'm getting it right here. Okay. I'm getting it on my shoulder. I'm gonna get it like right over the left eye. Like <laughs> <laughs> hard I think, stencil. I think for Father's Day, I'm gonna get um, a Stormtrooper helmet right here. When when is Father's Day again? Got less than a month. Is it really? It's in June. Oh man, I thought it was like October. No, incorrect. That's October Fest and Columbus Day. No, what's and the one? Halloween. You, oh, how, right. That's right. it. That's the one. <laughs> we all wear costumes. We're like, love you, Dad. <laughs> all right, so let me get to my number three. So I really want to see this this cosplay. Okay. Like, I think it would be one of the greatest things ever. All right, what do you got? I want to see someone cosplay as Krang from Ninja Turtles. Oh. <laughs> but like the, the big like the big, robot like, body. The big dopey one. <laughs> yeah, and then like the brain in the middle. Would it be the brain? I don't, I don't care. Either okay. way, it doesn't right. matter to me. Uh, I'm trying to think like how old. Like, what if, like, I could totally see. Are you like, two people stacked on top of each other? Like a and father. One person's the like brain. A, <laughs> like a dad and, like, his newborn baby. And the newborn baby's, like, crying, like, in the middle. And he's, like, the big robot All guy. Like Pepto Bismol out. Yeah, yeah I, man, yeah, that I would be that. so cool. I'd lose my mind if I saw that. That was I one of the cool t shirts I've seen. Which right. Is like the Krang belly. Yes. It's just it's just a oh. yellow t shirt with Krang in the middle of the belly. Man, I would lose my mind for That'd sure cool. if I saw that. Um, but I don't want it generically done. You want when it like really big, cleverly done because no. So at Cos at Comic Palooza, we saw this really cool Sabretooth cosplay. Yeah, but it was almost kind of like he just bought this costume, like a. a well, he might have made it. I don't know. It looked like it was bought. I'm just saying. It looked really good. It did look good. Like I don't want. But some, he was such a huge guy. Yeah, I don't want a cheap generic Krang. I want the real you want deal. Holy authentic. Field. Yeah, I want to go crazy on it. <laughs> you know what you could do for that? Sure, go ahead. Remember, I had the Halloween costume that was a fat uh, sumo guy uh-huh. and it, like or a fat ninja, and it like blew up. Yeah, I wore had, one of like, those. The high, in it. I wore those at high school once. Yeah, so like you, could, it was awesome. <laughs> you totally would have. <laughs> I did. So you could totally do one of those where the person's inside the whole time, and Kang is blown up. Like those Baymax ones they have. Yeah, and like you could just stick your arms out in the crane part. Yeah. And so, and then like, kind of like the dinosaur they do. Yeah, except like you'd be here, and then it'd be like two more feet of Krang or three more feet of Krang. That could work. <laughs> like you have the little noodly arms. Right, you'd have the little noodly pink brain arms. That could, that could and then like your work. face is right there. That could possibly work. I just designed this whole thing. Did. So we you know, f- you know what would go with it? Though? What? A Baxter Stockman dad. Yeah. With a bunch <laughs> of like little robot walker suits, like they have in the arcade game. Yeah. For the his Mousers? like kids, the Mausers, the little Mausers. Would it be like Baxter Stockman as the bug? Yeah. So he'd be all flied out, and then, like, the kids could wear the little Mauser costumes, or a dog could, and you could have them on leashes. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be cool. Child leashes. All right, so we got a couple minutes. So, Nico, let's get to your number two. My number two is the uh, the big Space Marines from Warhammer 40K. Uh, you don't yeah. see those very often, but when they're, when they're done, I've oh, man. I've never seen them, period. They're, like, there's a few of them like. that I've seen that are, like, just really done, but, like, those are something that are just so impressive just because they're such huge pieces of armor. Right. Like they're just they're usually they're usually like towering and like because their whole the whole deal is like they're modified humans so they're already like nine feet tall. Wait, the people inside are also nine feet. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're like they're like genetically modified humans. Is this from a video game? It's a it's, it's a from table, that whole tabletop game. Oh, video okay. game. It's a, it's a I've bunch never of gotten stuff. into that. Yeah, but you know how they have the space marines in that. Right, right. I didn't realize they were nine feet tall. Yeah, they're like nine feet that's tall. Crazy. It doesn't make sense because they're really they are really large on the thing, but I just thought it was like a guy in a suit. No, they're they're like also a, like humongous. A kaiju, almost like a, what do they call those from uh, what's that that show? Pacific Rim. Yeah, and uh, they're in a robot like that. No, like the kaiju were the bad guys. Okay, yeah, that's right. Kaiju are the big monsters. What do they call the the machines? Oh, uh, Jaegers. Jaegers. Yeah. No, these aren't these aren't like thirty awesome. foot tall Jaegers. They're like 
They're like ten feet tall. Yeah, but they're like twelve foot. Like um, they have they have a, robots. An avatar. They do the same kind of thing almost. They're not as big as. Right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there are some like that in the yeah. Warhammer universe. Okay. But then, then they're piloted by also like nine foot tall people. Does Papa DLG play Warhammer? Uh, he's played a few. I'm pretty sure he's played a few of the Warhammer games. He played. We uh, we used to play this old one a long time ago that had a rollout map that was the size of almost the entire back room of his apartment. Oh, was it, it was it Battle Masters? It was. Uh, it was Access like it was allies? like a precursor to Battle Masters. So it was like old fantasy style armies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the map was probably like five foot by five foot. Jesus. And it was like this tiled forest, twenty five square feet, and like did literally. Did it have a little tower? Yeah, like in the middle. Yeah, a little thing. tower, like a river, and there was a bridge. Yeah. Uh, and I like, think I know what you're talking about. And we literally, we had these massive armies. And then you have to, yeah, yeah. That's what he played, which is Warhammer-esque. Awesome. But the map was gridded with hexagons instead of having to tape measure. Okay, very cool. You know, I don't oh, like to tape you're, measure. you're six inches away. That's what she <laughs> yeah. said. That's what I she all said. the range on my weapons. Uh, let's jump out, take a break real quick. We get back. Uh, we'll get into number two, starting with the Corey DLG. Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, oh. Hey Conroe, Corey DLG here to let you know about Wild Things Bar and Grill, a modern-day rustic saloon with all-American charm. They're the premier family-friendly sports bar and restaurant in the Conroe Woodlands area, proudly welcoming Conroe to their ambient atmosphere of delicious food, relaxation, and quality entertainment. That's Wild Thing Restaurant at 1488 and I-45. Wild Thing. Easy on the eyes. Hi, this is Rob Guillory, the artist of Chew. Just want to say shout-out to Nerd Thug Radio. Keep it real. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, oh, Right in the middle of the my number uh, two. weekly top three. <laughs> right in the middle of the weekly top three. I'm ready for three. my number two. All right, so the weekly top three is what we're doing. Uh, my number two. Cosplays we want to see. No, my number two. Allegedly, we're at Corey's number two. So take it away, sweetheart. No, I thought we were going to do Nico's. No, Nico already did his do three we, and two. Nico did number two. Give us your number so two. So is it my number two? I will I, pluck I that gray thing. hair so, out of your beard. So what I, want, what, I, what I want for my number two is sort of a group one. I want mm, my number one's a group one. I'm, I, I want the more obscure X Men. Okay. When people do X Men, we only see like four X Men. Wolverine. We see Wolverine. We see some Storms. Right. We see a lot of Psylocks. We a lot do. of Jubilees, which, which we're not mad year. about. This year we saw some Jubilees. <laughs> Worst character ever. Um, and I think I think it's because she got some movie love this year, and that kind of is a a little bit easier costume. You could do Last that. Year. You could buy some some clothes. So while we're talking about Jubilee, okay. real quick. Yeah. Um, I was speaking with the El- Eleanor Gravesley this week. Mm-hmm. You, you guys know her as El Graves. Yes. Uh, we were talking about different cosplays and stuff, and she's like, man, I really, that's why she wants to get into some comic book stuff, but, you know, she's got to get stuff she likes. And so I was like, look, here's an easy costume, and it's a character that I super hate, <laughs> but you could really, like, I feel like you particularly could make this costume, like, just banging. And so I sent her a picture of, of uh, Jubilee. And she's like, oh, my God, I love that character. She's so awesome. I was like, she's so horrible. But she's like, yes, I'm doing that. So, you tell her it's one of Corey DLG's favorite X-Men. So exclusive from Joey Savage. Yeah. You guys can thank me later when it comes out. Did you just ruin her thing? Like, no, she's like, I'm going to make it in between costumes. It's super oh, okay. easy, and then I'll, I'm going to debut it. Yeah. So, um, look at that. Sweet. All right, so continue. She, you know she's not Asian, right? What does that have to do with anything? Well, Julie's Asian. You were like, she'd be a perfect Jubilee. Like, she's got the short black hair going okay, on right now. Right, she okay, does I the just, makeup like extremely well, and she's okay. got some big tatas, and so she can go crazy. Look, there's not a requirement. <laughs> okay, you yeah, can cosplay whatever you want. It's cosplay. It, yeah. You can do whatever you want, bro. So, so, but those are pretty much the ones we typically see. Um, I'd like to see like 
Uh, Come on, man. Spit I'd like it to see out. like Spit some better like. So I've never seen an angel or an archangel. No, I haven't either. That would be cool. No, the wings is what makes it hard for people. I right. But I've seen some of the... What are those things from, like, Doctor Who? Right. Those yeah. Like yeah. Angels? Yeah. So I've seen people angel. do those. Yeah, so you could do it. You could people, do it. people do the wings for, like, the Nintendo characters and stuff. So, right. so you, could, someone, you could do angels. You could even do the archangel and just do the little half metal wings that right. he walks around in the movie with before he flies. Um, you know, you don't see, you don't see like, Maggot or Marrow. Yeah, you probably won't see Maggot. Generation X... Marrow would be cool to see. Generation X kind of had uniform uniforms, like were they all the similar? Um, yeah, you see a lot of uh, Emma Frost, tons of Emma Frost. Yeah, uh, we don't see a lot of Storms uh, per se. Like Storm could be a character because she has so many different costume changes and hairstyles. You, you could, could do, do a lot, really dope. You stuff could do like her. seven different Storms. Uh, you very occasionally see Jean Grey, and I think it's because her costumes are so complicated. Right, maybe. But uh, I'd like to see some Jean Greys. Uh, you don't see a whole lot of rogues either. No, you don't. Um, I'm starting to, and I think people have kind of caught on to the fact there aren't a lot of rogues. Um, I feel like cosplayers kind of make signature characters that they're known for doing. Right. No, they do. They find a couple characters. They they nail it down, or maybe it's their favorite characters. But in reality, like a lot of these uh, cosplays, they're the same costumes. Yeah. And they're just... That you, it's the ones that come up with stuff that you don't normally see that you're like, holy geez, that's great. I would love to see some Age of Apocalypse costumes or versions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like, I, I feel like the X Men are very underappreciated for being such a big deal. Being such a big deal, yeah. Because so as we were thinking about this, so some of the like the female characters, let's just say female characters, right? Most of your female characters that you see is a lot of um, DC females. Yeah, you get a lot of. Wonder Woman's, you get a lot of uh, Harley Quinn's, a lot of um, Harley Quinn is like Poison Ivy's. You get a lot of um, uh, what's a uh, Catwoman? Yeah, yeah, you get a lot of those. You don't, and when you go to Marvel, you're gonna get um, a lot of uh, Emma Frost, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of uh, Spider Gwen here mm-hmm, lately, mm-hmm. which I don't uh, mind. Yeah, which we don't mind. Uh, some Psylocke's because of the sexy costume, right? Uh, but really, I honestly, still don't understand how they go to the bathroom if they're wearing a Psylocke no, costume. But really, honestly, um, you get a lot of black canaries, black cats. Yep. Most of the the female cosplays come from the DC side. I feel like. I, I think it's because they have so many variations. Possibly. But also, they have this the. A lot of Wonder Woman's man. Yeah, I feel like they have the more well known. Probably. I was gonna say stronger characters, but that's not it. They no. have the more well known characters. Right, right. That's true. That's true. Well, look at there's not a lot of um, female Avengers. You see a lot of Black Widow. That's it. Yeah, you got Black Widow and Wasp, but you got a lot of females from the DC villain side that mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. big deal. That have all been in different medias. Right. So we'll just jump to my number two. So my number two is a female character from the Marvel Universe. Oh, all right. Um, I, I've only seen this character one time in, in, uh, in any kind of cosplay, but I would love to see like a souped up sexy version of the Scarlet Witch. Like that costume would be dope. I've seen, like, the only time I saw anyone, I think Ivy Doom Kitty cosplayed at one time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then I seen, I seen, I seen, I, I seen it. I seen it. I seen it. Uh, the, the Bigfoot was right over there. I seen it. The movie, ver- the movie version. I've seen one of those yeah. before. But, uh, like, it's just old, more regular clothes. Yeah, right. really, honestly. But a lot of uh, some of the classical versions where she's scantily clad with that little, like, head-looking piece the thing. The headdress thing. Cape. Oh, man, that'd be so awesome. So there was a version in the 90s. Okay. That would be pretty easy for someone to do. It was essentially like yoga pants and like a small red dress over it. Right, right, right. 
with some like cutouts on the side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like that will be a pretty easy version to do. Yeah, but I want them to see me some Scarlet Witch. I love Scarlet Witch. She's just a great character. Yeah, she's pretty worthless. She's awesome. <laughs> As she destroys all of mutant kind. Right. <laughs> right. Like she they they she's either the most powerful person you've ever met or like the worst person you've ever met. Like right. there's no she's, in between with her. She's definitely the type of female I go after. I can change probabilities. <laughs> Mentally broken. <laughs> Mentally broken. She's either A gonna cook me breakfast or B slap me with the frying pan. Like, right. She's gonna go zero to crazy in a matter of seconds. Or use her powers to change reality and create kids that you guys never really made. Yeah. That That's happened. wild. That happened. That happened. Oh, House of M. I love that storyline. Love it. All right, so Nico, uh, you're number one. Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a tough one to do, but it would be. It'd super be a tough cool. one, but it'd be so cool. There's Which so version? many. Oh, there's a lot of them I like. I really like eight or like six arms if you want to go like crazy. <laughs> super crazy. <laughs> Look like freak. uh like super a freak. Shiva the Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, that'd be crazy. So, like, there's so many good Ultron designs that I really like. I mean, if you really wanted to go simple, you could do, like, the Crimson Cow Ultron and just have, like, the mask. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, like, the uh, big red coat. Yeah, that would be easy to do. Um, I really like the version from the movie. Like, he looked really good. He did. Like, yeah, he Ultron did. Ultron Prime. He did. Yeah, he looked super good. And it was all buffed out with the yeah. vibranium. Pretty <laughs> say someone's been juicing up. Oh, <laughs> someone's been juicing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love Tony Stark. You know, with the con, there was literally an entire panel on the life of Tony Stark. Was there really? Yeah, there was oh. a panel that was, like... The life of Tony Stark. Not Iron Man, but just the life of Tony Stark. I can't say enough how much people should really go to some of these panels. Yeah, they're fun. They do do some cool things, and they they touch on some cool things. And the panels are a really unique experience to each con. Mm -hmm. So if you ever go to a con, if you're going more than one day, if you're only going one day, stay on the floor, have a great time. Right. If you're going more than one day, check out a panel. Check out a panel or two. Uh, Find something that interests you and check it out because they are... That's my public service announcement. They're pretty cool. <laughs> public they're, they're service all, They're all really cool. I mean, I got to participate in my first panel. I know. Uh, you, yeah. you hosted a Doctor Who panel on a show host, you've never was, seen. On a show I've never seen. Co-hosted. Co-hosted with Zach. That was um, awesome. We were there. and uh, That was cool, man. Yeah, Zach had to walk great. out of the room and I did my stand-up comedy bit. Did of, you? Uh, <laughs> of, uh, I'm really terrible at comedy. Also, I've never seen this show. And be confident in yourself and you'll get on the stage. There you go. Where'd Zach go? He, I think he went to go uh, get some water. Some water. Some water. water. All right, so uh, we gotta we gotta keep rolling here. Yeah, Corey, right. you're number one. So my number one uh, is anything from Overwatch. I think because yeah. they're just now starting to cosplay some of those Overwatch characters. It hasn't been out that long. Uh, yeah, no, about we're about year. to hit a year. Right. So no. so you're starting to see. I mean, at Shreveport, we saw uh, Lucio. That that um, the guy on the skates. That uh, that one was really good. That was a really good one. That cosplay and video was up on our YouTube page. Uh, and and they've started to sell the bodysuits. So all mm-hmm. the girls are, are doing the the Mika one. Right, right. Diva. Uh, Diva, which is my favorite. That's the one I play as in the game. That's the only one I'm even any good at. Uh, it's the little girl who drives the giant tank robot. Yeah. Um, but there's so many cool characters in there. I've started. You're starting to see the the what's the girl's name who heals people? Oh, uh, Mercy. And then you're starting to see the black uh, the the Widowmaker. The sniper girl, the Widowmaker, who has a really, really sexy costume. That's cool. Uh, but like yeah, it. all the Overwatch stuff. So many cool characters. Such a deep story. Such a fun game. Those I, I would. I'm not gonna get mad if people dress up as, as no, those guys. You shouldn't. I think you'll start to see more of that. I think so too. Uh, my number one is something that is very dear to my heart. Oh, okay. Now I, uh, I've been a fan of the GI Joe. Oh. oh yeah, my entire life. I was gonna, I was gonna wait and say uh, Bishop Cable. <laughs> yeah, no, together. <laughs> I've seen those before. Uh, but I really want to see. I'm all about to me cosplay. It's mo- mostly like females. Like <laughs> I just want to see fe- besides Krang. Um, but I want to see more of the female GI Joe characters. Like I've seen uh, the Baroness. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people have cosplayed her. 
but there's just so many other good ones. Like there's a uh, Lady J and there's Scarlet. There was a Scarlet and Lady J walking yeah, through. Yeah, I saw that and that's where I got me. I was like, man, that is a, it was a dope costume. Yeah. Like it was on point. Yeah. But they also make some sexy versions. So let's get that out, ladies. Let's see some uh, sexy G.I. Joes. Stretch your sexy bones. Stretch your sexy bones. And carry that AK-47 at the same time. Whoa. Holla Whoa. at your boy. Whoa. Or, um, Whoa. What's the other Whoa. one? Um, Jinx. Uh, she'd be a good one. Yeah. Uh, which was played by the chick who plays Elektra in uh, the Daredevil series. Oh, yeah, it is. It is mm-hmm. the same girl. Mm-hmm. She's a uh, really The hot. more you know. <laughs> so annoying is half the battle. That's what I would do. If I, if I cosplayed as a G.I. Joe, I'd do the rainbow over me and then it'd say, now yeah. you know. I really, that, like, floating over me. I really feel like at some con we should cosplay together. I mean. I mean, Zach already cosplayed as me. I know. That, that photo is up on uh, the Facebook page. One of the, one of the most accurate cosplays I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, but yeah, I, we should come up with like a group cosplay one year and show up. I want someone to cosplay as uh, Blink from Age of Apocalypse. See, I don't know why that wasn't you should just like do number it one, two, or three. That should be well. It was kind of lumped in with the X Men. That's why I felt like not doing it. But you didn't one. mention her. No. Here's the thing about Corey. He will tell you up and down that his favorite character is Blink. Yet he never X-Men. puts her. In a, no, his favorite X Men is Blink. Right. He'll never put her in any kind of top three. He does. Like I've never seen it, except for the one that was like. Not even favorite favorite female characters was she no. there. Nope. No, because she's she's rather underdeveloped. She's You're not. Right. She's okay. <laughs> There's so much I wanted to say right there, and I held back because we're on radio. This she's is not, not the after hours. She's show. not my favorite character because they just don't. They never. They don't do anything with her. No, they really don't. They uh, could. Other than Age of Apocalypse, just do a blink solo book. Just write it right now. And like they did a whole thing with Exiles, but I don't know how to handle that in continuity because she doesn't really. She's right. from an alternate reality and it doesn't count. Maybe you should write it. Oh, if she gets some new powers, she can now teleport between dimensions. There you well, go. They, yeah, they put a bracelet on and like now you can go anywhere. Exactly. And then also the whole point was if you fail, you die. And if you succeed, you die. So Awesome. What's awesome is we're jumping out to a break. Yep. And we'll come back to the Nico segment. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. A lot of people have been thinking of starting their own business or that it's time to change or reignite their career or maybe even that it's time for them to figure out their next career move. Then launch your dream career weekend is for them. June 3rd and 4th. This two-day training will help them clear the roadblocks in the way of the success that they deserve, identify what they cherish most, and help them set career goals that they'll be able to achieve. For pricing, check out www.launchmydreamcareer.com. Hey, this is Xander Genere. And this is Bonnie Gordon. And together we are the Library Bars. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Woohoo! On Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I am your Captain Joey Savage, my heterosexual life partner, Corey DLG. And Nico DLG. We are in the uh, Nico segment on episode 58 of Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, oh. Uh, you're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. The sister stations. And worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Check us on the uh, Twitter, at Nerd Thug Radio. Tweet, 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 tweet. Uh, we'll put notes up there when the show comes out on the podcast forum. So if you missed anything today, it drops tomorrow. With that being said, Nico, take it away with your ever-so-clever segment. Hey, guys. Ever-so-clever. You like that? Ever-so-clever. Yeah. So you know how sometimes I like to go into writing, even though I'm terrible at it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today I kind of wanted to focus on character writing and uh, how, how wrong it can really go. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm interested okay. in this. All right. So 
I've I've dabbled in writing and I've I've always been like, man, I was bad. Okay. <laughs> Mainly because it's a lot of my stuff from high school and it was just I was just terrible then. No doubt. Okay. So I all I often, the way back from high school. That's all the way I, back. All the way back in high school. It was like a year, year and ago, a half ago. Right. Like a year and a half ago. Um, but looking looking back at it, it's kind of interesting because I, I would try to develop characters that would seem sympathetic, but always just were just like way too far, leaning in either a good or a bad direction. So like pathetic or like <laughs> yeah yeah like over like over sympathetic or just like man I just I don't even like this guy because he's just such a sad life. Like I can't even relate to how sad this person is. So what kind of character? Like do you have an example? Uh so a specific story I was writing was like this like mad scientist type dealio and mm-hmm. he was just he was he was so far off the deep end and he was just like a crazy guy who didn't care about anything. So like, Rick Sanchez. Pretty much. Except it wasn't as funny as Rick Sanchez, so it didn't work. Okay. So like okay. that that kind of like someone who's so crazy they're completely unrelatable. It just kind of really hurts the character's development and kind of just even trying to feel sympathy for a villain, which I think is really important. Right. A good villain to me is at some point you almost are rooting for him and then all of a sudden he does something that's like, oh crap, he's the bad guy. I like those type of villains. Um, I like a villain, I like two different types. One, the ones you can agree with mm-hmm. or at least they have like, a point of view that's valid. Like Magneto. Like Magneto where he, you know, he's literally just sticking up for the rights of his people right. because he's already seen once how bad those things can go if they get away from you. Exactly. Um, and so I like I like that point of view because it makes a val- it makes a real character. And then I also like it the complete other way where it's just like complete maniac, no rhyme or reason. I, I am here to conquer everything, or I'm here to break Batman, or I'm here to like they have a they have a destined goal is like their point. Right. Right. They have a they're, vision they're trying to get to. I like my villain to be goal driven. <laughs> I like do to uh, do go on great first dates. Would you say you're ambitious? Yeah, <laughs> very. So DLG, very. you've you've created uh, quite a few characters over your lifetime have, of have, writing. Um, what are um, what are some good thought processes you use when creating characters? Um, so it's gonna sound a little weird. I try not to think of them as as you know creations or characters, and I just try and say like, okay. If, if, if someone's starting out, if someone is here at the end, how do you get to here? Right. So, like, if you're, I'm, I'm looking at this mug here, this this coaster here of Boba Fett. If you're Boba Fett, you know, and so you're a mer- you're one of the baddest mercenaries in space, like, what kind of upbringing in life takes you to that point? Okay. And so then you kind of, you let the character kind of tell you how they get there because... That to me, you you want it to be believable. Mm-hmm, you know, you, you don't want to you don't want to create a character because like oh I saw these three cool scenes in a movie so I shoved them together right, and right. that's 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 how he gets made. You it would have to be something you you believe like you believe the story of Batman because as a child he has a traumatic moment mm-hmm. that then gives him almost a singular focus and you're like man yeah I bet if somebody really felt that way and had unlimited resources they could do that. Right. So it tells a logical story. But if if the origin of Batman somehow ended with him being Firestorm, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. You're like, well, wait a minute. Like, w- when did he get the nuclear flame powers? Yeah. So you have to you have to you have to let this you have to let the character tell you where they're from. Correct. Um. And so a lot of times I'll do that. I'll I'll, I'll okay. I want my character to be this guy now. So then it's like, okay, well, how do you get him to be this person right now what, what what kind of events would would make someone be that way right and so then you you, you know that lets you that kind of gives you some direction to go to and then you can be, from there you can kind of embellish and 
oh, you know what? There are some cool things that I like about that lifestyle that I can put in there that'll make that a little bit more dynamic. But you don't have to, you don't have to kind of worry about building it the other way. Right, right. Because if you go the other way, you, you don't necessarily know that you're going to wind up where you want to be, where you're, where you're trying to be. I feel like I'm 75% accurate when creating characters. Okay. Um, when I when I try to get too in depth and detailed on a character and, and make it make it that character bigger than what they are, or just like you said, throw tons of stuff into that character, my character never works. It always fails. Right. When I keep it kind of simple, like a simple character, and not try to give him like to me in comics, those characters that have the multiple powers that just go crazy have to be the hardest people to write. Well, yeah, because it, it, that's what that's what I was, like. Think like Superman. Like if you if you can write a good Superman story, like you're, can, you're pretty good. He can like, just he, do so much stuff. He can do so many things, and he's so powerful on like a like a like overall grand scale. Like I mean, he's still like everything in the universe. Right. Like when you can write a story that like humanizes him and like creates like uh, like you can you can bond with someone who's already like so far like above you quote quote. Right. Like that's I think that's really impressive, and that's where I kind of like really kind of don't like characters who are mainly defined on like what they are and not who they are as a person it's like superman yeah he's a kryptonian that has like a million powers but like that's not who he is he's right. superman he's, well who do you who do you think he is right i think it, i think it depends on like kind of like where the story comes from like what what writer's taking care of the character at the point like what like would, the, who, who is yeah. who would your superman who is be? superman to you my superman is golden age superman the true american hero you know like he's raising his family he's raising his son like the one that we have now so married wife and kids, yeah, one one point five kids, yeah, one point five kids, super, super powered dog, exactly, crypto, <laughs> super powered dog, it's so, yeah, it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. To me, when I keep my characters simple and not try to make them too complex, they always work for me. Well, when I try to go too complex, I just maybe it's my style of creating characters. I'm I'm better with the the simple characters. Well, and, and that's that that's reality too, right? Though, right. I mean, like. No one can do everything. Right. Like, let's say you're trying to buy a car and you're like, okay, well, I want it, you know, uh, I want to be able to four wheel drive, but oh, I have kids, so it's got to have a big back seat. Oh, uh, it can't be lifted though because I have short legs. Like, when you throw 38 features right. on the car, then you're like, well, now there's nothing in the market like that. Exactly. And that kind of, I, I feel like, and we've talked about this before, that kind of goes with stories in general. Like, the more complex you try to become, then the more just mumbo jumbo. Because yeah, absolutely. I've created, I can think of maybe six stories that I've, I've really created and, and spent some time on. Five of those stories have been pretty dang good. One story was not very good. And <laughs> is, that, I, is that your apocalypse? Yeah, one? I had yeah, this. I had yeah. this this idea, and you know, it's probably a good idea. I just I can't translate it to paper. And it's what happens after Armageddon, and how does what happens when life goes on, and so. I wanted to create this story about that that was, you know, had religious themes in it, had the Antichrist, had all this stuff in it, and make it like this big, large universe. And I just tried to do too much, and it was just mumbo jumboed. And Corey was like, I, "I love you, man, but this story sucks." And I was like, "You know what? As I read it again, it does suck." Yeah, <laughs> like you're right. When you when you put it all together and you and you send it to me to look over in my was, head, it sounded great. Right. Like, and then I started writing it out, and and then to me, when I when I when I create stuff, I write it all down and I send it to Corey, and I don't even go back and read it. And then he reads it, and he's like, okay, man, this is what I would do here, this is what I do here. Then yeah. I go back, and I read it. I'm like, okay, that does make sense. And uh, five out of six times, man, he's like, yeah, he's a good idea. So yeah. that sixth time, boy, tell you what. Well, that was a rough um, one. And it was so, like it was like four different things in that email, and I was like, okay, this first one's not good. Right. Ooh, this one's not good. 
I, this was like, a, and I wanted, I didn't want us to email back and be like, everything you just sent me was terrible. Which, but like, there was no, which, which, there was which, no which was, way to get out was, of that. Which was fine to me because, <laughs> and granted, that's one of the the great things about me and the DL's relationship is we don't take anything each other of us say to, to heart. Like we, no. it's all out of good places. And a lot of, I'm just saying, a lot of times you get people who are friends or they work together. If they don't agree with every single one of their ideas, then all of a sudden they hate each other. But like they're no longer friends, <laughs> right? And you know, you know what you and I remind me of? What's up? A very much calmer Jerry Maguire. Yeah. You you you've watched the movie recently? Uh. Uh-uh. If you go back and watch it, Jerry Maguire and um, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character, right? They have this very explosive but like real friendship, but it's very. Like they fight a lot, like hard. Yeah, we don't really fight, no. but we. But that we're sounds very like more on- like you and Zach. But we're very <laughs> on- yeah, it does. But, but we're very honest with each other right. too. We're just honest. And so like every time they're having a conversation, and then one of them gets a little too honest, the other one's like, "Are we friends? Are we friends?" He's like, "Yeah, okay. Well, let me tell you about you." Right. And then like <laughs> like it just goes back and forth. There's the great scene when he's getting on the bus and he's like, "I'm all heart, mother effer." Like he can't like yeah. it's so funny. But it, yeah, and it's worked both ways. Like Corey's coming to me, he's like, "Hey, I have this idea." And we're talking on the phone. He's like, "What do you think about this? This and this and this and this." And like. I like it all, but maybe this part twists a little bit, or maybe you need this aspect of it. Oh man, I didn't think of that. Because I mean, in, in all honesty, you need more than one set of eyes when you're creating. For something. sure, and that's why comic books have editors, and movies have producers and directors, and multiple layers of storytellers filter through it so that it it, it plays out believable. And one thing I can tell about any of our, our listeners out there, I'm glad you, we did this segment. This is good. Uh, if you're looking at creating characters or creating stories, uh, start with something you know. Yes. Like. Don't try to go out there and, and tell a story about something you have no idea about. Like, start creating a story about, you know, take an experience you had and, and kind of fictionalize it a little bit and turn that into some kind of some kind of story. Well, let me let me kind of put it in, in, in an even better context. Go ahead. If you think about, so Marvel Comics, mm-hmm. we all know it. It's a massive universe. There are three different, film fran- uh, three different film companies have different franchises from it. Yep, yep. And they all have their own little avenues to play in. But if you go back to the very beginning... Every issue told a story, and it was they were all very simple and direct. Mm-hmm. Think about Spider-Man. It's just a kid going through these problems, and he just keeps encountering all these different issues and hurdles and overcoming them. And then when you look back over the last 50 years, you're like, man, there's a 1,000 villains and 100 heroes out of the Spider-Man universe. Right. And it grows over time. When you try and overload it and throw it all right. at once, and you're like, and this happens, this happens, and that happens, and scorpions and, and, and robots and, and the demons, and uh, it all gets... It overloads. It becomes right. too big. Too start simple. Right. Just tell one story. Start simple and start with something you know and grow your character and your story that way. And by the sound of that train, I, I think it means we need to take a break. Is that what that means? I think that's what that means. Uh, you're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up the only way we know how. Nerdy. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Joey Savage with Nerd Thug Radio. Conroe's newest sports bar, Wild Thing, is a modern-day rustic saloon with all-American charm. Wild Thing, a bar and restaurant in the Conroe Woodlands area, right off FM 1488 and I-45 with a welcoming ambiance and atmosphere of delicious food, relaxation, and quality entertainment. Wild Thing has over 70 televisions regularly airing local and nationally televised sporting events, as well as daily specials and pricing. Wild Thing Bar and Restaurant, the best scenery in town. Yeah, hey, hi, uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I gotta just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio, and great respect for you guys for tuning in and listening. 
Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, oh. On the cool eye, I'm Joey Savage. <laughs> Who's that? What? I had this really mellow voice as I came in. I want to be like easy listening. What did you say on the cool On the cool low. On the cool low? Yeah, I, that's what the it was low, in my the head. The low cool. That was within my head. What came out? What is this, a totally weather front? Different. What's, yeah. what's going on here? <laughs> uh, today, the uh, weather is Are we expecting uh, rain? a bit rainy today here in Conroe, Texas. we got a, a cold we, front moving through. we got a high-low high low front coming through. Yeah, no. Needless to say, I am the Captain Joey Savage. And I'm very that's confused. That's why I get to talk first. Nico I whatever I want. Um, all right, so the end of the show this week. Like um, tire pressure or something? We're going to play one of our favorite games on the show. Would you rather? Oh, you know what we should do? We should play more games. Oh, that sounds, yeah, that sounds exciting. Yeah, games are the best. Okay, all right. Like Weekly Space game Cadets show. Gaming Gaming. That's go, true. You can go to Space Cadets Gaming Gaming for all your gaming needs. Um, but this is a TV version, um, and I think it's going to fit right in with the Corey DLG. Are you ready for this? Yes. All right, here we go. You have faked an illness to get out of an exam. Which right. fictional doctor would you rather try to convince that your illness is real. Hmm. Meredith from Grey's Anatomy or Dr. House from House? Oh, Meredith from Grey's Anatomy because Dr. House would like, he'd call me out right away, He right? would eat you alive, don't you think? Either that or he'd do like a series of really painful tests because he thinks it's going to be something crazy. Right. Um, right. And I don't, I don't want to live that life. <laughs> so you, you go through like a whole episode and it comes to find out it's like something really, really, really minor. minor. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, you sprained your knee. Sorry about that amputation. How did I miss that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Okay. This is a good one, too. You ready? Would you rather you move to a new city and you have to pick someone to be your new roommate? Do you choose Alf or Rumpelstiltskin? <laughs> <laughs> one of the two will be your new roommate. <laughs> Wait, which, which Rumpelstiltskin the is this? The one from Once Upon a Time. Oh, I haven't necessarily seen that one. Um, Just go with the one you know. Just go I, with Alf. I got to go with Alf because he and I both agree that cats are terrible. Right, right. So, like, if a cat showed up, he would just eat it. And you'd be good to go. Yeah, I'd be mean, like, hey, I don't Dunzo. have to buy you Chinese like, food this week. DLG, you... cat, your Chinese food's here. Was that your Alf voice? Yeah. Can you please do that again? <laughs> DLG, that is... the Chinese food's here. I don't think that's good at all. I haven't, like, heard, I his, I haven't heard his voice in a while. I'm not quite sure what it sounds Alf, like. I don't remember but I don't think he's that terrible. <laughs> I think he's that accurate. That accurate. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Would you rather choose one of these two groups that you'll become new best friends with? The other will become your worst enemies. Oh, so okay. be careful. All right. So, would you rather choose the gang from Stranger Things or the gang from The Big Bang Theory? One's your friend, one's your mortal enemy. Oh, easy. My friends are now the Stranger Things because I got a superpowered kid. See, okay. I was just about to go the exact opposite way. So, you know, you could beat up kids. Right. Because look. <laughs> Okay, she's got mental powers, but I'm going to hit her in the face. Like, I'm going to hit her in the face as hard as I can, and I'm hoping that just knocks her out. Because if she's out, what are the other guys going to do? They're gonna Yeah, before you even hit her, she's going to break your arm off. Well, I'm just going to play nice until, until I'm too close. <laughs> sure. I'll be like, hey. Say, say it to the kid who, who peed himself in the middle of school and then had his arm broken <laughs> off. Hey, do you want some candy? You seem really nice. You want some Punch candy? Punch in the face. <laughs> Punch in the face. They're going to be like, what? And I'm like, let's start this now. <laughs> and then you start beating up children. Right. Like, I don't know if I'd want Sheldon on my bad side. Right. This one thing is like, bazinga. You know? <laughs> bazinga. That's super rough. All right. Ready? For the next one? All right. Let's do this. All right. Would you rather hang out with one of these on Sunday Funday? The villains from Gotham or the villains from Game of Thrones? Oh, man. Yeah. That's a good one. Hmm. You don't know what to do. See, here's my problem. Okay. Here's the here's the issue. Here's the issue. 
I want to say the villains from Game of Thrones because in the in the Game of Thrones world, everyone else had a party. Like this would be, it would be just crazy. There'd be ladies everywhere. The wine would be flowing. Like it would be a true party, but somebody would probably try and kill you. <laughs> like <laughs> probably sure more, someone probably would try more and kill than you. one person. Well, would... maybe they would kill each other, and I just watch. And I'm you like, oh watch? man, you guys stop. We're all hanging oh, out. It's here we go. Party. Real unfortunate. You guys are like ruining the party. What about oh, you, Nico? No. Which one would you take, the uh, Gotham or the Game of Thrones villains? I gotta go Gotham because I just don't want to die like immediately because I'm right. just gonna get assassinated immediately. Yeah, you walk in the door, Game of Thrones, they're gonna be You're like, done. They're, they're gonna Him be like, first. hey, thanks for the invite, and you'll be like, cool. I'll walk into the door, and they're like, oh, you ran into my knife. That's, oh, that's unfortunate. The mountain Aww. will just step on you. Yeah, they'll be like, just backhand me across the room. Yeah, they'll be like, stop keeping my knife in your body, and then like they stab <laughs> you again. <laughs> so oh, why are you holding on to this? Yeah, I need this. What the this heck? is mine. Uh, I do think the Gotham villains though would be fun. Yeah. But like they would want to, they would want to ruin it. Like right. whereas the Game of Thrones villains would be uber violent, it'd be in a place that that'd be fine because it's their house. They would just be drinking, having fun. And yeah. The gods would be like, all right, let's go take over the city real right. quick. Right. They'd be like, Wait hey, minute, let's we're go. We're a party. Here. Yeah. Well, let's. Hey, great party. Let's go kill Batman. Yeah. Let's go. Wait. What? Like. Hold on. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know if I like this. I don't I think was, I should be I was driving just right now. Yeah. I, I just got I, the e bite. I'm yeah, not sure. I'm, no I'm one ever told me. This isn't the right place. No. 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 All right. I got another one for you. Ready? What do you got? Okay, you've just landed your dream job. Yes. Would you rather your boss be Michael from The Office oh. or Leslie from Parks and Recreation? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good one. I go Michael from The Office. Michael number from one The Office? Boss. He's the number one. Yeah, you think so? I think so. I I would go... Mm, here's why I would go Michael. Okay, I, go I, for it. I Ooh. feel like if you're his best friend, you don't have to do anything at work. <laughs> Or if he thinks you're his best friend. Right. Well, no, I wouldn't be best. I wouldn't be disingenuous about it. Like, we would hang out. We'd get bruised because he, he'd be buying. Right. Because um, <laughs> he's the boss. Right, yeah. He's the boss. All you have to do is do his laundry. Yeah, okay. Nailed it. Deal. I'm like, I'm actually pretty good at laundry. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. So <laughs> It's the one thing I really excel at. <laughs> listen, I, I'm a domesticated cat. Like, I can handle that. Um, yeah, the other, she's, I was going to say she's just more obnoxiously dumb but michael's pretty dumb right but i mean yeah i feel like if, if you're cool with michael he's gonna be cool but i feel like if you are on the other one she's really like she still means well and is really driven so she'd expect you to do more right she would she'd be like okay well we're gonna go clean the park today and i'd be like it's tuesday it's like 90 degrees outside no no like, thank you no yeah. we're cleaning the park the sun is out at all leave your suit on <laughs> right yeah let's all go community outreach <laughs> that's a good one yeah are you ready for the next one i was born ready for the all next right. one you're stuck in the elevator for three hours. Okay, I hate this already. Would you rather be with Jess from New Girl or mm. Gloria from Modern Family? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> I so, love this game. It's oh, the best. Man. So this... Gloria would be way more fun to look at. Yes, she would. However, I'm willing to bet by hour two that I hate her voice. <laughs> <laughs> like, by hour two, I'd be like, hey, Gloria, like, I need you to stay on your side of the elevator because you're driving me crazy. Uh, I but Jay, I need out of the elevator. Like, um, what could you the best? I th I think from New Girl, but I I feel like she would have some sort of weird panic. She would attack. just start like singing. Like she'd get panicky. Yeah. And start like making like, up songs and, and nervous stuff. and stuff. <laughs> yeah. She's like my palms are sweaty. Touch them, and I, I don't want to. Like, no, I don't want to do that. <sighs> no. I, I I guess I would say her because I feel like I could be like, yeah, I need you to just stop for a minute. <laughs> just just. I need back you to take off. a moment. Right. <laughs> just back off, please, lady. 
So how about, how about you tell me about your seven season love affair with Nick? So final answer? Uh, yeah, final answer. Which final one? Answer. Jess? Oh, Jess. Okay. All right, ready for another one? Yes. You are the newest member of the Justice League. Yeah, all right. Would all right. you rather be shown okay. the ropes by CBS's, or I guess the CW Supergirl, or by the CW's The Flash? Supergirl. Supergirl, hands yeah. down. Not yeah. even not even, not even, even a question. No, Supergirl, not done. even a question. Because I'm done. totally going to hit on her yeah. the whole way through. <laughs> and she's going to see through your clothes and be like, yeah, not interested. <laughs> yeah, she can't handle that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Family show. <laughs> Family show. <laughs> and we play in front of children. Right. Whoa. I didn't say that. Yeah, Ooh. what what are you talking about, yeah. Nico? It's a family-friendly show. Not the People direction. Play in front of their kids. So this one right here. <laughs> they can play us in front of their kids. We don't play in front of their kids. Yeah, no. Duh. We're Nico. not a band. We don't steal either, Nico. Right. I don't steal. Jeez. Oh, so this one, no matter what you choose. I'll just see myself out. I'll see is, you It's going to be better than your real-life choices. But okay. here we go. You wake up and realize that your parents were switched with TV characters. Would you rather your parents be the parents from the middle or the parents from Malcolm in the middle? Oh, that's not. Yeah, the middle. Yeah? Yeah, easily. Easily. Because they actually seem to like their kids. (laughs) (laughs) Malcolm in the middle was really funny, but like that was too close to home. That reminded me too much of my childhood. My mom and and Malcolm's mom, uh, they hung out in the same school of mommy. Pretty similar. Pretty similar. Now, dads, we had, I had totally different dads. Similar, but, but not congruent. But. All right, I got one more for you. I know this will hit home with you because you, okay. you like this show. All right. You're writing the cheesiest love story in history. Sweet. Would you rather your couple be based on Rory and Jess from the Gilmore Girls oh, or Sabrina and Harvey from Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Oh, it's not even close. Yeah, who you it's got not, with? It's Gilmore Girls. I know. 100%. You love that show. You I do love that freaking show. Freaking weirdo. <laughs> There's nothing weird about it. It was a fantastic show. It was a fantastic, real Witten show. Like Witten. Glee. Witten. Witten. Rel Witten. Witten. Rel, no. Rel Witten show. Listen, <laughs> Gilmore, Girls was, real. Gilmore Girls was one of the first shows on television where they wrote women of real wit and intelligence. Wit and intelligence. And I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, Willigence. So um, um, Before we get out of here, we do want to let you know about one of our very last sponsors. Oh, yeah? Who's that? Launch Your Dream Career Today. I've launched that already. They're going to have an, uh, they're gonna have an event coming up June 2nd. Thir- or June 2nd and uh, we're, you go ahead and listen to me tell you about it right now. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. A lot of people have been thinking of starting their own business or that it's time to change or reignite their career, or maybe even that it's time for them to figure out their next career move. Then launch your dream career weekend is for them. June 3rd and 4th. This two-day training will help them clear the roadblocks in the way of the success that they deserve, identify what they cherish most, and help them set career goals that they'll be able to achieve. For pricing, check out www.launchmydreamcareer.com. We're going to do something a little different here. We've got 45 seconds. Uh Uh-oh. Corey DLG. Yes. I'm going to give you the floor to speak about whatever you want for the next 30 seconds. Go. Oh, okay. Um, Put you on the spot. All right. No, I like it. So people of Facebook, uh, what I need you to do for like, for like just a week, no one post anything political. Don't do it. Impossible. Don't do it. Everyone just take a big breath. I know everything's going crazy on TV and the radio right now. I know everybody's going crazy on both sides. Everyone, everyone's freaking out. Left and right. Left and right. Up and down. Just everyone take a big deep breath. It's going to be a little while. 
they're gonna have to do some some things they're gonna do some investigate they're gonna figure out what's what um just everyone take a break from from facebook for a minute Put don't a take a break from break from facebook like just take a break from political facebook yeah turn all your attention to nerd thug radio yeah, on facebook nerd thug radio, that's facebook.com yeah. backslash nerd thug radio friends and family but just uh, no more political posts no more political posts and with that we're going to end episode 58 of nerd thug radio I am your captain, Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. Thank you for listening. Check us out, nerdthugradio.com. The podcast will drop tomorrow. Anything you missed, you can catch there. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Same nerd time, same nerd channel. Oh, that is what I was going to say. Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production. Produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.